0: welcome everyone to the Rink rat report podcast leafs moratorium episode i really hope that's the right word for it because i looked up what moratorium means and it didn't quite fit the definition of how you used it in context josh but i don't know
1: i don't know if i know what it means either like,
0: like i thought it was like when you have a moratorium in school but i think that means like just like the end to something Anyways, summation, climax.
1: Yeah, the Leafs' climax.
0: As always, joined by Josh and Jason. How's it going?
1: Great. How's everyone feeling uh, one week after?
0: Uh, you know, uh, especially after watching this Tampa, Florida matchup. You know, it's uh, it's, it's but, tough. Yeah, better or thinks, worse, worse. Probably have a little bit more clarity though on what we think should happen. We did want to do this episode not tied in with Game Seven. Because the Leafs were doing their end of season media two days after game seven, and we wanted to get some answers from that, see what the direction of the team was, and it turns out they're just keeping everything the same.
1: That's what they said.
0: That's what they said. That's what they
1: said. So they're
0: not gonna make change for the sake of making change, they said. They want to make change if if change comes up to make the team better, they will make it, kind of thing. Not they're not gonna trade. Nieler for Ealers, like what? What's that going to do, right? Like, yeah, just well, you're just going to. I up saw that us. on
1: Twitter, though. Yeah,
0: but someone just suggested, like, I think the Leafs should make a trade this off season. I think they should get Ealers, and it's like, oh, <laughs> I think they should get McKinnon. Like, I don't know. It's not going to be that easy, right? Unless you know, Winnipeg doesn't play him the whole time, so Who knows? maybe it's easier than we think. Yeah, but I kind of doubt it. You know, but, yeah.
1: Ah. That's an interesting one. I saw it brought up. Yeah. But maybe Ehlers. Is, I saw Jack Hand say Ehlers is a player of the Leafs skip, but then like how? If, if it's not for yeah. Elander, how? Yeah. It's like,
0: who else would you, you give up?
1: I, I guess you give picks and, a, and, yeah. a, and prospects, but is that what Winnipeg's, it doesn't, if Winnipeg's going to hire Barry Trott, sorry, we're a little off topic here. They, then why the heck would they make a futures trade? Uh, With one year left on Shifley. One, one, one year, that's it. And one year left on Pierre-Luc Dubois. Interesting. RFA though, but it's but you're gonna have to pay him regardless. I mean yeah. he already held out the last time he yeah. was in RFA, so
0: Yeah. So that'll be curious. I mean, I I don't see it. I'm very curious to see what Winnipeg does. There's there's a lot of teams this off season where it's like what are you what do they do? I mean, look at the Flyers situation, look at the Jets situation, look at the wild situation, look at the Leafs situation, like you know, even the Knights, the Golden Knights are still Oh wow. God that's knows what's gonna happen, and there's a lot of free agents out there. A lot. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a very. Like, do you think like that the the, the level of free agents and the amount of money they're gonna command versus the amount of cap space that's available? Like, yeah, I was. I, I don't was, know. I, I think we gotta dig into that. It's an offseason gonna be project.
2: A, there's gonna be a couple of stragglers. I think I mentioned that to my brother earlier in the week. It's like it feels like the amount of good players hitting free agency. It's like. We, who know like I don't know the numbers, but if we look into that, we should because like the salary, there's only a finite amount of money that can be spent on these players. Yeah, I know. So there's the,
0: g- the cap only went up one mil. Yeah,
2: there's there there's bound to be some players. And when who are you think about it, like steals.
0: it would have been like agents pushing for their free for their players to become free agents at this time mm-hmm. because of the time of the ESPN deal and the TNT and the cap was supposed to go up. It only went up one mil. Well, yeah.
1: here's the thing. I'm looking at. UFAs and RFAs for this purpose because okay. I think it makes sense because mm-hmm. you're talking about guys that need to be re-signed to fill that mm-hmm. limited cap space. There's 25 guys who had at least 50 points that need to be wow. re-signed. Wow. RFA or UFA. 25? 25. Wow. That seems like a lot to me. And again, even though like maybe five to ten of those are RFAs, that, it's not insignificant because those guys need to be re-signed as well. Yeah. So... And even if you look at some of these guys who didn't have fifty, for example, Andre Palat is an unrestricted free agent,
0: and he he didn't play the full season. So John it's
1: like... John Klingberg is an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Mason Marchman, the, all these guys didn't have fifty points. Nita Niederreiter, Evan Rodriguez, Malkin, Raquel. None of those guys are included in that. Mm-hmm. So there yeah, is fifty. A, oh wow! So yeah, there is a lot of really really good free agents.
0: Yeah, there is, including Johnny Goudreau leading the top in terms of and, points.
1: And RFA Matthew Kachuk on the same team. Yeah. That'll that'll be interesting. But, but
2: yeah. And RFA Menjapani on the that same. Team. True. Ooh. That's true. He's due for a pay bump. Two yeah. he only made 2.4 million this year.
0: Yes, yes. There's a sorry. I, I I just got like so stuck in the mud there because like we're going to do around the league later, but there are so many thoughts that just came yeah. up once you mentioned yeah.
1: that. Well, our brains once you go from like analyzing every second to the Leafs of the Leafs games in the playoffs. As soon as it ends, it's it not like up. I'd love to be like, oh, I'm not thinking about hockey anymore. But the first thing we did, what did you do? <laughs> Check, okay, unrestricted free yeah. agents 2020. <laughs> like you probably did that within 24 hours, guaranteed. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, probably less. Go to cap friendly. Like, sort t- by goal. As soon as, as I soon... will
3: fix us. <laughs> yeah,
0: like
1: Billy Bean meme. So <laughs> I, it's that we'll definitely keep keep an eye on all these. There's things. a new
0: There's a new meme that just dropped from Lopes fan. It's uh the you know the the movie The Accountant yeah yeah it's like a bunch of with ben affleck with ben affleck yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's him with movie. the spreadsheets and his glasses on it's like i ah, time to go to cap fredley <laughs> <laughs> it's true i love it we're going to get into this episode we're going to get into some survey questions we put out the survey we got some great great answers before i forget shout out adam orlovsky why am i shouting him out because he said to shout him out in his answer. Okay, yeah, sure. All, all of the all of the survey answers were actually anonymous, so it could have been someone else. But uh, shout, <laughs> shout out, out, shout out, Adam. <laughs> shout out the
2: guy who requested <laughs> the <this> shout out. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so we're getting into those survey answers. We're going to do a little bit of stay and go. We're going to go through the Leafs roster, staying who who we think should stay, who we think should go. Do some around the league, and then we're going to shut the door on the Leafs unless something big actually comes up. There's no point in doing hypotheticals yeah. until the draft, really. Yeah. Right? And we got the draft and then free agency. And then that's when you mm-hmm. start to get things kicked in. It'll be again. way
1: sooner than you realize. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I, re- I know. For sure. But we still got some other good hockey. We'll talk so about that. We'll talk really about some hockey. some stuff we like from that. But for this episode, let's close it out on the Leafs. Right? Absolutely. Let's go out on a high note. So let's get into these survey answers here. Our first get into the responses here our first question we had here do you bring back sheldon keith what do you guys think
2: so i'll start with this um a big caveat for me whether to bring back sheldon keith or not is going to be the coaches available i wouldn't just fire him for the sake of fire, firing him but if you have the opportunity to, to hi- hire barry trotz or if you have the opportunity to hire we 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 don't know who is... I, I've heard rumors that Mike Sullivan might get fired. I've heard rumors Bruce Cassidy might get fired. Those are both two, I think, really good coaches who I think the Leafs should consider over Sheldon Keefe. But if those three and other coaches of those caliber are not available, then no, I would not just get rid of Sheldon Keefe to get rid of him.
1: Not even Barry Trotz?
2: Well, no, I would get rid of him for Barry Trotz, of course, yes.
1: Barry Trotz an interesting conversation because he's mm-hmm. obviously a very good coach. Mm-hmm. But he clearly wears out his dressing rooms yes. right now pretty quickly. Yes. And my only hesitation with that would be if you don't have success immediately with immediately with trots oh. and two years from now, it's like, oh, well, Austin Matthews, Matthews is a free agent and he's now in year three of Barry trots like that. Might, I know this may be a little too much coddling of your star player, but that that message could wear really it's, stale quickly, which it seems it to is a been. dice roll. Well, if you analyze what happened with the Islanders, right? So they fired Trotz. Weird press conference. Lou is like, oh, I didn't talk to anyone about it, which is just he's just lying to you, by the way. Because who did he hire? The assistant? the assistant. Who was apparently the most, like, player-friendly, and he was the go-to guy for the players in the locker room. So, like, what does that really tell oh, okay. you? Okay. So this actually paints a clearer picture. But from- he's not going to say in the press conference, all the players hate Barry Trotz. Yeah. That's why I'm fired." Mm-hmm. He's that's just not— It's a respect but, thing. So Lou
2: would not building vote. off
0: of what you said there and, like, what I've heard, so what—it was Scotty Gomez in an interview with Spit and Chicklets was saying about Lou Lamorello. He said, go to Bruce Springsteen and just watch the passion that he has. And from the, the rumors that I've heard what he likes in the scouting room, he likes to see passion in yes. the scouts. Yes. If he doesn't see passion within the player's eyes, you know, he probably saw it wearing a little thin with Barry Trotz— So he brought in the coach that's going to bring forth the passion. I think that's a very fair
1: estimation.
0: So that's kind of funny. But um, I I agree with what you're saying in terms of Barry Trotz there. Like in terms of Sheldon Keefe, my big thing is like you need to change kind of within. You need to Mm -hmm. shake the Leafs a little bit. And like what's the, the one way to shake the Leafs without doing anything to the roster?
3: Fire you the fire coach. the coach. Yeah.
1: And like even though people think oh Sheldon Keefe's had like a pretty sh- like it'd be a short leash a quick hook of Sheldon Keefe not in the NHL. No. He's probably one of the 10 longest tenure coaches yeah, in the league right now. Maybe higher than that. Pretty sure he is. I
2: remember seeing that earlier in the year. Might be even like, top like top 5 now. Yeah. It's cr- it sounds yeah. crazy. But And
0: it's been Two playoffs where you lost to inferior teams? Yes. Significantly, Significantly inferior. Significantly inferior. Significantly yeah. I and mean, you could say, Oh, it was one was a bubble and one was the COVID year. Okay, but the other team also had to get ready to play. Yeah. You, you had like a full training camp before that bubble playoffs to get your team ready. Yeah. Like if you're saying, Oh, it was the bubble. You know they couldn't show up right. Re- well, like that's kind of on you. I'm 100%, sorry. Yeah, and it happened. They did it in Toronto too. Uh, that, so. uh, uh,
2: if anything, that's on the coach because that's the kind of the whole coach's 100%. job is to get the team ready, right? Like, what else does he exactly. have to? Exactly. Like, not what else. And then the
0: next beat, year, yeah. oh, you didn't. We didn't have John Tavares and Jake. Ma- okay, that's awesome. you were up three-one against Montreal. Yeah, that was the
1: odds to lose that were like two percent. Yeah, that was low. The and yeah, I just looked it up. He is the tenth longest tenured coach in the NHL right now, Sheldon yeah. Keith. So and, like. He's I been saw. There a while.
0: I saw a lot of people saying, "Why didn't Sheldon Keith get Jack Adams love?" I don't know. Maybe because he's average.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm just gonna say. It. Did people I think really say that? Like, actually? I actually saw. So, I've seen do... several tweets. Twitter search: Sheldon Keefe, Jack Adams. they were for, saying, "Why is not he what got more love?" Because the Leafs they hit a franchise record in points. They had 50 wins. Blah blah blah. Their goaltending's kind of kind of crap the bed at times during the year. Uh, so would you give, the and then also they were saying, Oh, Jack Adams nominees. They're all like, they all have s- incredible goaltending.
1: Yeah. But that's, uh, well, maybe yes. Like, I don't agree with some of the nominees, but like, who, who were the three? Gerard uh, Gallant.
0: Yeah. Andrew Burnett. Yeah. And one other guy who had a very good goaltender.
1: Todd McClellan was the last. One no, no, no. Todd no, McClellan was didn't it? get that. That's, that's, that's he, a guy who probably should have, but was it Dean Evison I saw, no, that? no. Another guy who was pretty good. Um, I can't Gerard
0: remember. Gerard Gallant, you said. Yes, and then Andrew Burnett. And it was, was someone else. Daryl Sutter. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Daryl Sutter.
1: Who? Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. I think. He fully yeah. deserves it. So mean.
2: I I forget who someone met. I think it was Jay Fresh who mentioned this on Twitter. Usually, this award just gets nominated for the team that you least expect it to do well. That did well this it's year. It's like that. That's every all, single. That's sport. all it is. So yeah. it's like I could see why. Like, I understand or else I, like, why
0: wouldn't you just give it to the president's trophy? Winner? Exactly,
1: yeah. <laughs> or John Cooper, who's never won. Yeah, he's won once. He won the year that they got swept.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. And they won the <laughs> president's That's trophy. That's not
1: true. He never won. They said that on Overdrive, but he never won.
2: Oh, I got fake news. He was nominated in 2019. He didn't win. Yeah, probably yeah. should have won. Also, but.
1: I don't think Bill Belichick has ever won coach. That's like the funniest stat. Either. He's <laughs> never, won coach, he's never ever. won coach. He won executive of the year this year, which is. Even funnier because he's a (laughs) terrible... (laughs) Whatever. Because he made some
0: terrible signings. I I think it's funny because, like, I think in the regular season, it's just mainly trying to uh, motivate your team, try to put together the best line combinations to get yourself prepared for playoffs. And then in the playoffs, it's a lot more about line matching and being a lot more intricate with details. I mean, this year with Sheldon Keefe and our reasons for saying he is very average, look at what he did to William Nylander and John Tavares' five-on-five production in the second half of the year. He totally stifled it. Why were you putting, for half a season, for about 35 games, I want to say, why are you putting William Nylander on the third line? Not just any third line, a defense-focused third line with David Kampf as your center and your winger as Pierre Engvall. What? Were you hoping from that? Because it did not work. And then he doubled down on that and kept putting that together in the playoffs. And after two shifts, three games in a row, switched it up. What What? What? good did that do? I don't understand how you can watch Sheldon Keefe every single night with these lineup decisions and go, yep. That's my coach of the year. I understand. It's not like Mike Babcock where he was stubborn and it was, so oh, Matthews and Marner will never play together. And then he would put them together for one shift and be like, see, it didn't work. Sheldon Keefe, credit to him, is willing to experiment. But sometimes the experiment doesn't work and he just sticks with it. Yeah, and
2: sometimes the experiment isn't even finished until... The year's already done. Like, uh, w- what's our optimal lineup? What <laughs> we is? Never ha- we never what got is our we like? If you it. want, if you want him to win the Jack Adams, tell me. Go tweet at us what you think the Leafs' optimal lineup is. Because I don't think Sheldon Keith knows. And yeah, I don't. I don't know. And it's another small thing. I don't know if this was driven by Sheldon Keith, but I think this was a coaching staff decision. Um, all three zones has uh, um, st- uh, micro stats for like. Rush chances, uh, at controlled entries, things like that. This is
0: shutdown line on Twitter.
2: Yes, shutdown line on Twitter. All three zones. Um, the the Leafs are were twenty fourth in the NHL in controlled entries, and they were twenty fifth in rush offense. They made a significant effort to be a dump and chase team for a lot of the a lot of the time, a lot of the season this year, and, and in the playoffs and and in the playoffs. And uh, I know a lot of people were saying, oh, in game seven, I don't understand why the Leafs are dumping chase. They were doing it all year. So I. I think that was another shortcoming of not just Sheldon Keith, but the coaching staff, and maybe leaning a little too heavily into that. It's Funny because they had, the had rush.
0: good rush offense last year, mm-hmm. and then they just went away from
2: it. It seemed it seemed like it was a conceded effort for them to get away from it too, and yeah. I think they just did it too much.
0: Yeah, so, and then but, on top of that, for the Jack Adams, like, do you take into account special teams because that was the assistant coach?
1: Yeah, so. I, I don't know.
3: Yeah, like the Sheldon Keys get
1: credit for that. One of the major reasons why the Leafs had so many points is that their special teams in the Carried regular season them. was really fantastic.
0: Good. You remember there was a period in the regular season their five on five play was like Not pretty horrendous. Like the expected goals was okay, but they were just giving up like so many of the big ones, and like the goaltending wasn't really there to support it either. Right? So, and then they got Giordano, and it all fixed. It. <laughs> we need yeah. that guy back. Please. Please. But anyway, so in terms of the responses, like I'd have to say in terms of what's out there, like what are you going to hear? Peter DeBoer? Like that guy just like... That guy, the way he handled Vegas just really rubbed
1: me the wrong way. Or what about... Hey, I don't know if Vegas treated him that well though. Like that was...
0: You don't think DeBoer?
1: They don't treat anyone
3: well.
0: I mean, yeah. The, the, the debacle with... Robin no. Yeah, though, that was... You're right. That, that
3: was embarrassing. embarrassing. You're, 100%, yeah.
0: you're 100% right. This is a huge right. save by Darcy Kemper. He's a UFA. Oh, Hello. yeah. Leafs reportedly had interest in him last summer.
1: They did. Trade for him. Sorry yeah. to...
0: Yes. Sorry to jump topics there. But the results were... Sorry. what? So, Jason, you said undecided, essentially.
2: Said, I said... Sorry. It was the question, should they bring him back next year? Yes. It was... It. My answer is yes, but...
1: <laughs> I I, was, well, I would have said no I think his message Is okay. going to come Really close to Getting stale Mid-season Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, and that's, then that's That's what I Almost I'm expecting now It's like a If they're not doing well By mid-season he, he The whole group Might be gone Honestly It might be a huge Like we'll see Like mid-season Yeah Maybe yeah. Coach for sure If they're not doing well he's yeah. He's gone yeah. But yeah. he's These guys are getting A really long leash For the national hockey Like a really Really long leash so. Yep I mean, yeah. you could say credit to the Leafs for trying to keep continuity, but at the same time, I think some people would say, you know, maybe they should shake something up. But at the same time, it's fair to just be like, I don't even know the answer because, yeah. again, the circumstances are much different than last yeah. year. Yeah, look at, look at
0: what the Islanders did, a little internal hire. Yeah. Did the Leafs have someone no. there? Like, it's not Greg Moore for sure. No, they don't have Manny Melhotra? M- no, no, no. no <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. Ooh, another big save, Darcy Kemper.
3: No. All right.
0: uh, yeah, I, I think like Jason, like
1: Jason up said, up. if a guy like Mike Sullivan becomes available, I know they've lost in the first round four years in a row, but there's a lot of reasons Two for Cubs. that. Two like, Stanley Cups. Well, How about they smoked New York without even without Crosby, <laughs> and they just unluckily they like they. <laughs> Louis Domingue. He's a really good coach, and I'm sorry, the talent on that team was not that good this year. It really wasn't. How, where do you think all the Mark Donks come from? Like it's it's from it's well, it's it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little
2: seven. bit of yeah. But I, I'm sure his system helps them.
0: Succeed. They also yeah. they had a very like, nah, I wouldn't say Leaf-esque, but game seven. I mean, Marcus Patterson had his helmet ripped off. Yeah, that was
2: yeah, a, that was no wild. call,
0: and then had to go to the bench, yeah. and then they scored off of that. Yeah. The Rangers yeah. did so kind of, and Tristan Jari was on one leg yeah, too. Yeah. So yeah. they had the worst. You can make injuries. a lot of like Leaf-like excuses for them. Yeah, <laughs> so he's perfect for this team. But I think <laughs> you know,
1: I I, I think. I've not that I've seen enough of Sheldon Keith, but I'm not sure he's the sharpest bench coach. I think that's probably the most important thing. Like, yeah, his
2: in-game adjustments are the
1: biggest are, like, are our
2: like, biggest critique. Like, I things. see
1: some what some of these other coaches are doing, and I'm like, wow, that's really smart. Like Colorado, they they tweak their lines quite a bit, but like tonight they have. Landis Kadri, Kadri and, and Lekanen playing on the same line. that line. Like, That's like their shutdown line. And it's, but it's yeah. a good line. It can score.
0: It's funny. As you say that, like St. Louis has tried four times to get the puck out. They have just done it now. Yeah, and then it ha- they have a guy like Burakovsky, <laughs>
1: who's a 60-point skill guy on their third line. But it makes yeah. sense because their third line doesn't have to line match. They could just play them like a regular line. The so, problem with putting Nylander on your third line is you want a line match. David, And can. who's the center on the third line for Colorado? It's JT Confer.
0: Uh, actually, uh, he's yeah, a defensive
1: he's, player, but it doesn't matter because a little bit better than Cam. The point is that putting Nylander on that line made him not able to be the bench coach that he should yeah. be. And then his solution was just flipping it mid-game, which is like, you're just causing a solution to your own problem. You caused the problem. Like, I don't know. It's like punching a hole through the wall and being like, oh, I got some plaster. We're going to fix this. Like, well, yeah, you punched the hole in the wall. What am I going to do with all this plaster? <laughs> I got <laughs>
2: to like, create uh, holes somewhere. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like the episode of uh, Arrested Development where they they threw the charity the the charity event for Tobias because he had the disease that was killing him, and it was because he he wanted to grow hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a great <laughs> it's like show. they're just like just get rid of the hair. <laughs> it's like he did, and he survived. It's like I've done it again. <laughs> but anywho, I want to hear the answers. The, the answers. 73.9% said yes, 21.7 said no. What was the question though? Was it f- Do you bring Sheldon Keith back? Oh, okay. A lot of people, have a lot a lot of people of said yes. That's do fair. you bring back Sheldon Keith? Yes. 73.9% so yes and 4.3% were undecided. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, interesting. Next one was do you bring Kyle Dubas back? And I mean this
1: was less of a debate. I felt like yeah, I, there's a very low chance if he if he got fired, it would have been because Brendan Shanahan also got fired. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have been like a those Shanahan's guys going are down with those, the oh shit. he's they're tied in tight tighter than people realize. I think like that was mm-hmm. his first hire as the Leafs boss. Really? Yeah. Uh, it who was, hired Lamarello? That, that was after him and Mark Hunter were co GM, and then they hired Lamorello later in the season. It was Dubas, and then Hunter mm-hmm. and then Babcock in that order. And then Lamorella. Wow. Yeah.
0: You remember when they signed Babcock? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was interesting.
1: The The press conference. By the way, if you're not aware, Sheldon Keefe and Mike Babcock have now lost the exact same amount of playoff series as a Leafs coach.
0: So, exact same amount of uh, winner moves on.
1: Yeah. Actually, sorry. No, no, Babcock Babcock lost game six. And Sheldon Keefe lost to much worse teams. Yeah, Hmm. but we're not like I hate Mike Babb. Not hate, but I'm not a fan of his. Yeah, no, it was
0: time to move on from him. A hundred percent.
1: They lost eight in a row. Yeah, that was rough.
0: Um, so yeah, ninety five point seven percent of people said bring Kyle Dubas back. I don't think there's much
1: of a conversation to that. I think it's a little surprising because of like how passionate the people are here. But Mm -hmm. maybe they're thinking like, "What? Hey, we made some good moves. The team's Mm -hmm. pretty good." So
2: yeah. So the interesting thing about bringing like I I'm for bringing him back next year. But it's weird. It's it's a little odd because you, you almost have to if you bring him back next year you have to keep him for the next two years, right? You're probably wondering why am I saying that? Well, it's because Austin Matthews is going to be a UFA in 2023 after not after this uh, after this upcoming season of 22 23 after the next season. So in 24 25, I know it's a, a lot further down the road, but if you're the Leafs, like this is now stuff you're going to have to be thinking about is resigning Austin Matthews. Right? The day is finally the day is almost come. Mm-hmm. but uh yeah so it's like do you want to so if, if things go awry next year i know i'm this is like so crazy to think about this already but if things go awry next year do you can you afford bringing in an entire new management group to now start negotiating a deal with our i think what, it's possible one of the if best you, players you in lay hockey.
1: out a plan for him but also like it's just what gm in their right mind would come in and be like no i don't really want that guy on the team like no they just any gm would just give him whatever he of wants of course yeah it's just <laughs> so i'm not that just blank just, blank i personally check. am not worried that okay. worried about that yeah, here's a blank check. Unless maybe you're thinking like, oh, this new like, guy—it's a direction thing. Like Austin Matthews wants to know the direction of the team. But if you're firing firing a GM, it would be under the assumption that the team not, is not doing well and they're trying to change the direction to yes. do better. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And around the league, remind me to break down that Cairo. There's one little part to it that uh, made that that goal happen. It was pretty nasty shot by Jordan Cairo. Sorry to get off. But topic that's
1: an interesting there. point. I, I think. Again, I don't think Brendan Shanahan's firing Kyle Dubas. So yeah. that would have to be an ownership decision. Yeah. Which so. is I mean, when was the last time they fired someone like that high up? Tim Lewicki left. They didn't fire him. Ooh. It's a good point. They to jury's trust been there. They
2: trust the process, yeah.
1: Yeah. TFC's guy left like Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, that's interesting. Cuz they have a hands they don't have an owner. It's not like James Dolan in New York meddling with everything. It's not like Foley in Vegas, who's clearly meddling with every decision. Like, <laughs> there's no one to meddle, and they, that's the right way to do it, I would say. But again, Good. you're putting a lot of our faith last in, owner
0: that was meddling around ended up in jail. Correct. So,
1: but also, like Jason pointed this out to me, like you're putting a lot of faith in Brandon Shanahan, who seems like a smart guy, but his previous position was what head of player, player safety. safety. It's player like safety. A, it was a random switch of jobs. So, yeah, it was. That's true.
0: That's true. Um. Anyway, so 91.3% of people said, yes, bring back Sh- Brendan Shanahan. Uh, 4.3% of people said no, and 4.3%— p- You mean percent- Kyle Dubis? No, this was Brendan Shanahan. Oh, there's a Sorry. Shanahan one, too. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I th- we got tied into both. I yeah, thought yeah they're well, both they're, they're one in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it was funny because Dubis was 95.7, and 4.3% said no, don't bring him back. And then Brendan Shanahan is 913 with just 4.3% of people undecided on that one. Interesting. Maybe someone's so, just
1: not a big fan of him. Yeah, it
0: was kind of interesting there. So that means that someone voted yes and then undecided. But anyways, this is where the answers started to vary. Started to get a little, little mix in here. What is the Leafs' biggest need for next season they need a team exorcist <laughs>
2: they need to win in the first round um. <laughs> uh i i think it's another a, a top six forward like a centerman the I, options
0: were top six winger another center top four defenseman and a goalie
1: i, I those were the options pick one okay well I think, it's, I think it, okay, it's goalie because they don't have yes, a goalie. Yeah. But I'm assuming they're going to do a decent job of getting a goalie. Like, I'm not that – is it dumb that I'm not that concerned? Like, if they bring back Campbell, then I have no concerns about the goalie. Like, he's a, he's shown to be at least an average NHL goalie. Yeah, sufficient fine. Done fines. I think it's center. I think that's the biggest problem with the team right now. They are, are not comfortable past Austin Matthews with their center situation. Like, it's clear. And I, I'm not comfortable with it. Like yeah. – you can't even start John Tavares in your own zone anymore. I think he's got to be a winger now. I really do. I think they're going to have that conversation. (laughs) And again, the best way to do that is to bring in like a five, $6 million centerman if they can, whoever that is, I don't know. Or the alternative is you keep, you move Nylander or Marner to second line center, which I'm seeing uh, discussed a lot, put Tavares on their wing, and then also bring another centerman that's good, that can kind of head his own line and then have camp as your fourth line center slotted in in a defensive role. Maybe with some tough-to-play against guys that can actually play hockey. Mm-hmm. Not like, no offense to Wayne Simmons, but not Wayne Simmons. Yeah, And you can be much more creative with your line matching. That's how I envision it in my brain. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Like, I understand why they wouldn't put Nylander at center in the middle of the season. But I think like he was supposed to be a center. At one point, yes. Yeah. I, I don't know why Tavares can't take the face-offs and, and just Nylander, Nylander take- drives up the middle of the ice. I've, Maybe because they think he's lazy defensively. Speaking yeah, I think of uh, that's Keith.
0: What, Keith, mid game adjustments. Do you remember game, like do or die game five against Columbus? Against Columbus, he decided that. uh, Oh, wow, he's going to town on that. That was last game. Oh,
2: JT on the first line, Nylander center, second line. Was that? that Yeah. And he hadn't played center all
1: year. Yeah. And he had 31 goals on the wing. I think that was was bonkers. The the Mitch Marner at center is interesting because I think he could do it for sure. For sure. Interesting. For sure.
0: I mean, honestly, like before this year, I would have said, like, no, that's crazy transitioning someone that's been a winger for so long in the nhl to the centerman like it's just not going to work and then tage thompson the yeah. guy who had like 11 points the year before just what he scored 30 goals this year at center crazy yeah yeah you like, could do it you could do and that. it wasn't even like oh he had alex tuck all year he did not have alex tuck mm-hmm. all year he
1: was doing well before alex Tuck but got the there. the other thing is like people care a lot about the faceoffs i think it's pre- like John Tvers is one of the best face-off guys in the league. Where did no offense, where did that get us nowhere? Yeah. Like it's good to have like, and again, he can still take the face-offs.
0: Yeah. Of course. I, I, yeah, I, I really, I thought it made an impact this year. The fact that we had four guys that were able to win. I think most of them were fit, over 55%. Yeah. In, yeah. in the face-off dot in Spezza camp, JT and Matthews. Um, so, I, I, but again, like, in the playoffs, we, we we still lost, right? So, yeah. well,
1: like that's yeah. one. That's I, a small, I think it, it's a thing, but it's much. It's smaller than. People it's a small realize. thing that it
2: can give you an edge, but it's something you shouldn't need to overemphasize. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm, you
0: shouldn't be playing a guy because he wins faceoffs, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of faceoffs with Nylander being a center or Marner, I I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see, but you have to be willing to like really gut it out like this season with the Leafs you don't want to win October you don't want to win November I feel like you got to either put guys in positions that are going to be uncomfortable but help you in the long run or bring up guys that are going to be a little bit uncomfortable to start but will help you in the long run I'm talking about Marley's guys Mm -hmm. or Tim Lills in the top four this is
1: the same conversation we had last summer
0: Pretty well, uh, a little bit different. Yeah, um, uh, about the
2: same.
1: Pretty much the
0: same. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think so. Is Nick Robertson going to play? i I guess well, I guess more well, so I with think... w- with the defense. Are Sandin and Lilgren going to play? They didn't it's... play. They played some in the regular season. Yeah, but they didn't I play see. in the playoffs. Well, fair to be fair to Razzle. Playoffs, Sandin... but there
0: was a stretch where Tim Lowe was in the top four. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's... I think this year, like, you got to be willing to gut it out. Like Tim, like unless. You go out and get a bona fide top four defenseman. You put Tim Lil there, and you leave him there. Yeah. Until, you know, it's just like apparent. You're in November, and it's been 25 games, Uh, and it's very apparent. Not
2: even that. Do it until January, February, and then when the trade deadline comes around, all right, okay, do we need to address this? Now we can address this. All right, we can address the trade deadline. Perfect. There
1: you go. Even better. That's what, yeah, like... Give it time, it's, let it cook. Yeah, I think it's s or get off the pot for these guys. Are you going to yeah. use them? Use them. If yeah. not, trade effing them. trade them. Use like, them it's endlessly. enough. You, like, do you like? Do you realize you're wasting away the primes yeah. of, of superstar players right now? So yeah. I'm sorry if neither of those guys are going to play in the playoffs. Effing trade them. Yeah, it's not that complicated. Yeah, it's painful because they might end up good somewhere else. But, but to, to improve your team, you have to give up something good. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: Last year, I was, in, I was under the implication. I said, you have to be playing Tim Timothy Lilgren in the bottom pairing. I've seen some flashes of some really good stuff. I understand he didn't play in the playoffs, like in Game 7. He, he, he was scratched five games in a row. I've seen enough, and he's at an age where I really think that he, he's earned a top four opportunity. Yeah, throw him to right? the wolves
2: and let's see if he can dance.
0: Exactly, exactly. Now would I put him with Morgan Riley for forty games? No, but you know oh. it's a different discussion. Anywho, um, so what did you get? What was your answer for this? What's Mine the was a center? Power? So I, I I think
2: top six winger, but I think also center. It just depends on what is, it, it all depends on what they want to do with John Tavares, right? If they if they're moving him to the I don't, wing, I don't, don't care what that. I don't
0: care whatever. what they want. I, I we need another center. Yeah. Stamkos okay. went to the
1: wing too. I know he came yeah. back this year. But Stamkos went to the way. Yeah. like yeah. guys, it, it happens. Like,
0: do you put maybe John Tavares with Matthews Martyr?
1: Maybe, who knows? Interesting, who knows?
0: But you definitely need someone else to be in that second line center. And you yeah. know what, Tavares I think will be much more effective.
2: Yeah, on it the doesn't wing.
1: change. He could play the exact same amount of minutes. Yeah, just he's not the guy transitioning the puck through the middle of the ice exactly. anymore. Because in the NHL, that guy has to be fast now. Yeah. yeah, there was a couple of guys who are still not fast doing it. Most of them have retired now. So, exactly. Uh, there was a season Claude Giroux actually. Yes, that's fell a great off. example. Did he switch from center he switched to wing? Yes. Center to wing, a hundred percent. He did. That is a fantastic example. Interesting. And I think he still took faceoffs too. Yeah, I think it
0: was that's Chase th- McCollum or something like that on Twitter was saying he's like, oh, like I wonder if Tavares can make that similar transition to what Giroux did. And now I'm just realizing,
1: well, what changed for Giroux?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and, but
1: again, he still took faceoffs, but he was mostly playing as like a center wing hybrid, like same thing in Florida right now. But again, th- these teams use a lot of like Tampa. Colton is kind of a center, but not a center. Sorelli is kind of a center, but not a center. Point, kind of a center, not a center. Nick Paul, Stephen Stamkos, Pierre Edward Belmar, That's six guys in their of the twelve forwards that are a center that take faceoffs that may not be a center. It's okay to have a lot of those guys. Yeah. And it's okay for it's, Tavares to take the face and then play on the wing. Absolutely. It's very normal to do this in the yeah. NHL.
0: Yep. So let's see it. Uh, Jason, what was your answer? Yeah. Top six
2: winger or center. Just top six forward. But yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Let's move on. What was the? Oh, sorry. I'm a mush. 31.8% uh, of people said goalie. 9.1% of people said other Thirty-one point eight percent of people said top six winger. Thirteen point six percent of people said another center, and thirteen point six percent of people said top four defensemen. I like that because so. I
1: think again underrated, our D are pretty good. Right? Our D are yeah. really Especially good. If, you, if you're able to say Giordano is back,
2: oh my gosh, that's a Ooh. that's
1: a you already have Sheesh. your D core
0: set. Like if you bring Giordano back, you have eight defensemen. Yeah, yeah, that are all like of NHL caliber to a certain extent. Who's the eighth?
2: Labushkin, I think you're assuming oh, he's a free yeah, agent, but, but still, yeah. like you could still bring back Labushkin. I would bring
1: him and, back too, and then if if you could for one, if, one and a half, yeah. yeah. If, if would, but then Hall would
2: have, uh, yeah. If you can bring him back for cheaper than Hall, I think that's an easy in and out. Because I
1: also of thing. still think you need to, like, I would, I would load manage Muslin in the season next year, mm-hmm. like Kawhi style. Like you want know, everyone talk about Kawhi year. Like play him sixty games, no back to backs, no bad travel days, and then you can sand in Lilgren, Labushkin all mix and then they, they all can compete for the last spot. Like, I think that's a healthy way to do it in the NHL. Absolutely, and, you know, Even Tampa does that. Like Jan Root does their seventh defenseman. Now he played a lot. Cal foot, Bogosian, all these guys cycling in and out mm-hmm. just, I, I, I don't want it to be Justin Hall. Cause at the end of the day, that's like Sheldon keeps crutch. Yes. That's like, a good he point. He always will just go back to Justin Hall. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind so. of funny, but he, uh,
0: just, did Justin Hall win him at Calder cup? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I might so. be talking out of my ass. Don't care. Next question, do you trade one of Matthews, Marner, or Nylander?
1: I, I think you should have called quali- I, I wish we would have qualified this one and been like, okay, which one? So we knew the answer, but I assume uh, most of them are going to be no. 78.3% uh, of people said no. 13%
0: of people were undecided, and 8.7% of people said yes.
1: I wonder which one they would want to trade. We, probably, uh,
2: probably William Nylander.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, like
2: I, I hope it's not okay. Austin Matthews. Like, well, oh my God, my,
0: my opinion is, if you are going to trade one of those core guys, you package it with something and you get an upgrade. Yeah, if like, you're not getting an upgrade, there's, there's no point. No, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, or it's someone on a one with only one year left, because all those guys have multiple years left. You're bringing in someone who's on an expiring deal that is much better. Like like not even close. Like
1: much better. I thought of a clearly, guy, but better you guys are gonna like be like this guy. so Matt Barzal. Oh.
0: Why would I think that guy sucks?
1: No, no.
2: no. no I, like, like,
1: I don't know if you think that, like, that's so out to lunch of an answer to are
2: think. Are you kidding me? The, the, the guy I thought of is way more out to lunch, Who? but he's a yeah. former, he was a least fan growing up. Can I say it? Like Connor McDavid?
1: Brad Marchand. No, I like that one. That yeah, one's hilarious. That one is- but again, the thing is like, no offense to what I'm about to say to William Nylander, but I don't think the GM of either New York or Boston would, would want him at yeah. all. I think that's fair. Yeah, for those players. For those players, but yeah, for or, those players, or, or even for like any significant roster player from their team, what, like Taylor Hall. No, okay. <laughs> no, not Taylor Hall. But, like, uh, but, but, but Taylor about. Hall's worse. I'm saying we're talking about an upgrade, equal yeah. or better, equal yeah. or better. I don't think those GMs would ever. Those
2: GMs wouldn't do equal or equal or better. We wouldn't do equal. So it's like, but yeah, like Bar-
1: Barzal's that guy who can play center. Yeah. With Tavares. Yeah. Who can drive places in the middle of the ice comfortably?
0: Like, yeah. Like, which team is going to take a small step back to take on, like, prospects and picks and such?
1: The other interesting one I thought of was Mark Shifley, but I'm not sure if he's even better than William Nylander at this point. Yeah.
0: Maybe that I'll get
1: fried for that one, but. I mean, defensively, he's so lazy. Like, yeah. And he's older. Nylander gets
0: caught in the William, like, your uncle hates William Nylander (laughs) moments. Like, Imagine Mark Scheifele in this market. Yeah, yeah. He, he would up. take over. I William Nealand would be watching. He'd be laughing. I don't see a trade. I really yeah, don't. I, don't.
1: Tr- I tried. I don't see. It. I don't really see it. It'd have to be crazy creative. Like, like Marshawn would be a one. That's 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 cool. like crazy. What, what about
2: like? Happening. What about anyone on the Golden Knights?
1: Like. Because they're in like a cap crunch. Well, like, like Jack Eichel? No, like you can't, you can't get. That <laughs> was Eichel. last summer's guy, <laughs> right? Like, no offense, Jack Eichel this year was significantly worse than Mitch Marner, yeah. and oh. also worse than William Nylander. Yeah. If either of those
0: guys played like Jack Eichel did, it well, he's coming off a of neck surgery. Well, yes, that was
1: a... baked into the I, the thing as well. Yeah, that was your Kawhi. I'm sorry, that's if you did you Marner for, for Eichel last year, you lost that trade. Yeah. Yeah. If I, uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah.
0: If, if like Nylander or Marner put forth like what Jack Eichel did this year, they would have to be in witness protection. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's plain and simple. Yeah. I've been trying
1: to land one of those jokes. But I don't, I don't think, I That's don't see words. how they tra- like, but okay. Here's the thing though. I say I don't think they're going to do a trade like that. And every time I hear the most connected guy in the industry, which I think is Elliot Friedman right now, or one of the most, he always, pokes the bear about it like yeah i think he's speculating to be honest but joe but he's not a reckless speculation guy he's never like oh just out of the back of my mind if you hear the way he talks it's always i heard this from someone or someone brought this up to me he always it's never it's rarely he's just making it up yeah yeah and he keeps talking about this kawaii
0: a lot of people were saying like Elliot freeman's talking out of his ass when i brought up marner switching to center, but he did test it with some people. And like, like, some people said no, but a lot of people said,
1: like, I can see that. But he said the majority of people said that they would think. And he's not asking his uncle and his grandma. He's probably asking general managers of other NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. And now I've seen it written other places. So it's like, it maybe is a thing, but who knows? Again, I think they, I don't think that move makes sense for us necessarily, but. It keeps coming up. Over yeah. we listen to thirty-two thoughts today. He said it again. Like that's two episodes in a row. He says it on the radio show. He says it on TV. Like,
2: yeah, he's not. He's not going to be out here saying all this stuff if he's incompetent. <laughs> yeah, because the problem
1: is w- once you tr- once you sign Morgan Riley to that interesting extension, let's call it that. <laughs> it kind of you kind of run out of guys that are significant players on the team that would move out. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. That's. I mean. That would have been uh that would have been the one guy that I would have thought. I I would have thought you'd been able to replace Morgan Riley in an aggregate level with within what the the guys that you have, but you know, seven and a half or eight more years, no trade clocks. I think you're right. They could have done that. Right? But they, they did. didn't. So anyways. Um do you trade yeah. So I said the results: seventy-eight point three percent of people said no; thirteen percent said undecided; and eight point seven said yes. The next question was: What level of changes are needed within, uh, or ch- what level of changes are needed with the Leafs' current roster? Major changes, minor tweaks, fire everyone into the sun. This team <laughs> is cursed. Which got zero somehow. I thought that was a great answer.
1: I assume most of it will be minor tweaks. Yeah, minor yes. tweaks, I think, is the way
0: 95. to go. 95.7% yeah. minor tweaks. Should because I? if you're not trading one of those three guys I just listed, like I keep seeing people, oh you got to move John Tavares you got to move like all, mentioning all these people with no trade clauses like okay, yeah, so good luck also not like, even like 10 team tra- no trade it's full no trade
2: we we i felt like we were the laughing stock of the league and that no one no big free agency would free agent whatever sign here and then we finally land the big fish and like we guys we knew that the contract was not going to be the best going into the later years and now we want to trade him like come yeah, on they like him that's
1: so disres- i don't know cuz they bundled the four prime like these were it, okay yeah, these were, were the at, years this contract almost went ex- Exactly as I thought the first literal half. So three and a half years, he's going to play up to the contract. The last three and a half years. He's not yeah. again. <laughs> halfway point. It and literally the almost ex- happened exactly at the halfway point of the season. We're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, well, he's not looking that good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but also so. like I, I brought this up to someone. I know Panarin scored a sick goal to win in overtime. He was bad in that series. Yeah. He was not good at five. He on five. had less five on five points this year than John Tavares. Correct. And he's getting paid more money. Correct. And how many years does he have left? Five years left. Oh. Uh, how do you think that's going to look in two years? Yeah. When he's because he's uh, how old is he? He's, he's thirty right now. He's thirty. Thirty turning 30, thirty-one. How is that, that going to look in, in let's say two and a half years? Same sort of thing. Exact same. It's just how it worked when you sign a free agent. Yeah. Like, it's the most expensive way to acquire. Not everyone's Patrice Bergeron. That is a once <laughs> in a like lifetime player. Really, it is.
0: Yeah. Seriously. So very true.
1: Uh, or Giordano. But, like, how many of these... Guys, I'm looking at these guys on TV. Like, Tarasenko, for example. They win the cup, sign them, big contract. He... he they were... At,
0: at they left them
1: unprotected. In the expansion track. He requested a trade. Like, you couldn't be more at odds than those two were. And now he has freaking 40 goals this year. I don't know. It's weird. Yep. A lot of times, guys who signed as unrestricted free agents, at some point, you're like, wow, this guy's overpaid. Yeah, that's just how it works.
0: Yep. I mean, that first year, he put up 87 out of over 40 goals, and then... What happens? And it's like, it's just such shitty luck because then the one playoffs, like you you bring him into the playoffs against Montreal and then he gets injured and he's out. And it's like, that's one of the prime years down the tubes. Yep. You're right. So yeah, 95.7% minor tweaks, uh, 4.3% major changes. Next question. What do you think the Leafs need to add to their forward group? Finishing ability in brackets, scoring, defensive ability, toughness or skill. All four. Yeah.
1: No, I think I think number one is they need more finishing. finishing. finishing yeah, ability. I think I think that's yeah. a big thing that
2: we need. Um, I think a lot of our guys are really good at driving offense and driving play. Like Alexander Kerfoot is a great example where he's great at driving five, like driving five on five offense, but he's not. Not a good finisher You saw him whatsoever. in game six. Yeah. Win
0: and you move on. He had fantastic looks, and he wasn't able to put the puck in he the net. He had the
2: puck in the slot, and he passed it to William Nylander's back
0: end. Oh, that was game seven. Sorry, that was game seven. That was but, game
1: seven. Right in our dome. <laughs> yeah. but I yeah, will say so, this about Kerfoot. He had a great
0: year. He had a great year. Mm-hmm. We cannot. no. We, we, we You can't discount this year from Alex Kerfoot.
1: When you say great, he had a, I think he played to 3.75. Yeah. Isn't he getting paid three and a half? He's getting paid three. Sorry, three and a half. Whatever. But he only he, had 13 goals. Yeah. Lot, 52 like, points. Yeah. that's All at five f- on five. How many guys had 50 points this year, though, when you look around? Yeah. A lot. a lot. But how like, many had them at five on five? But may,
2: maybe he played as a four or five million dollar play. But that's like. Yeah, yeah. He
1: was like fourth on the Leafs
0: and forwards and in five on five points.
1: Yeah. I, I'm i not a Kerfoot guy still. I tried. I tried this year. There were points. I think he probably. I wasn't before this. I think he probably played above it like. Above his production was probably above how he played too, a little yeah. bit in my opinion, and that kind of showed in the playoffs. Just, I didn't think he was that good. I really didn't. I'd rather have a guy who can, can score. score. Yeah, he clearly can't score. That's mm-hmm. like very, yeah, very proven for his career.
2: It's crazy that he scored nineteen and fifteen goals
1: in his first two years, and then he but just hasn't been able not to. Not shooting at twenty percent on but. Colorado. He has sixty-four goals in three hundred and sixty games. Yeah, it's not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. Is that the guy the Leafs need? No. Like, not right now, no. Because then, when you look at the bottom part of the roster, you have more. Of those you got guys, guys like,
0: like just looking fourth line. Like Simmons hasn't been scoring at all. David Kampf, Pierre Engvall, um, Ilya Mikheyev's probably gone. He had twenty goals this year. Yeah, yeah but, I don't know how many empty netters, but he had twenty.
1: Yeah, right. No, he had a big finishing spike, but then in the playoffs he couldn't it score. Just, it. Yeah, it just happens. But that's why I think you have enough of those guys who can drive play. I would mm-hmm. say. But in the playoffs to finish, you're kind of seeing like there's a lot of guys we talked about. this. There's like a, a certain type of player that seems to just fade in the playoffs. Yeah. It's like a middle six guy who's not overly skilled, probably a good skater, maybe a little undersized, not that physical. He's able to get points in the regular season. And then in the playoffs, it just kind of disappears. And it, when I say undersized, I don't mean like short, maybe thin, slight, not uh, adverse to contact. That could be a Dylan Strom, too. Like that doesn't have to be a tiny person. No offense to yeah. anyone, not they their time. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be a five, six, five, seven, five, eight guy like Michael yeah. Bunting's small, but he doesn't play small, for example. But my point is like, I think the playoff characteristics you need, is like finishing mm-hmm. speed isn't very important, right? But with that speed, you need to be able to create offense on your own you, or you need to be physical or you need to be defensive. And I think we have a lot of guys who are fast and can like move the puck up the mm-hmm. ice but maybe not the most physical, maybe not the best finishers. And I think we've, se- yeah. we've seen that mix with our group, and maybe that's just not the right mix with our group. Mm-hmm. And I think those guys work on other teams 100%, and then a couple of those guys will work in our bottom six, but there's just too many of those guys. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: I mean, you look at it, like St. Louis took Colorado, like they're in the second round right now. They, they're up one nothing on Colorado in game two. They took Colorado to overtime in game one. Again, we kept me- we keep mentioning how many guys had twenty goals on this roster. Nine. Like right now, they're really shutting it down. But if they needed a goal, like
1: I don't know, how unconfident are you in that? And again, some of that's like luck. I'm sure, like yeah, not all these absolutely. guys will do that. But it's one of the guys we talked about nonstop. Brandon Saad, like I know he made five million. He made four and a half over five. He made Kosh and Richie combined, mm-hmm. right? Twenty five goals. You could put him on the board for 20 goals 25? every year. 25? Wow. 20, 25, 24 wow. and 78 games. Yeah. Pro-rated last year, he probably would have scored the same amount. 30. He's like a lock, lock Locked in 20, for 20 25 goals. Men. Can play. He's on their third line, to be fair. Their, th- their third line, which is kind of funny, is Saad, Thomas, and Cairo That might as well be their first what? line. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, again... They, their top nine is littered with guys that can finish. Mm-hmm. And then you know what the best part of that is? You can just make your third line or, or fourth line, whatever. It, it doesn't even matter. And analytically, people roasted St. Louis. They like, oh, go, they're
0: playing way of, above their head. They're giving up too many opportunities. But it's like when you get guys in decent areas that can put the puck in the net, yeah. like they did it to the Leafs twice this year, right? Like yeah. what were the expected goals in those games?
1: I think they're well, in favor of finishing the Finishing is like times. a great mitigator. And, and, some of it's luck, but you, we've talked about this. You can see over a career, guys clearly know how to finish. Like, league average shooting percentage is what? 8.59%. Oh, 8. 8. So, whatever. Like eight, 8 to 10. For a forward, maybe it's 10 to 11. Right. Yeah. And Steven Samco's career shooting percentage is 17.5. He just got lucky his whole career. No, he's just a good shooter. Yeah. yeah. Right? And those guys exist. And I think that's the, the next evolution for Leaf supporting cast player.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, did Jordan. Oh no, he did. That was a little weird. Did he like try to like chase after Nachushkin? Would that be shocking? No. no, that was a little weird. Anyways, um, sorry to interrupt. What were again. the uh, results? The That's results surprisingly twenty two point seven percent said defensive ability. That's for not that. Twenty two point seven percent said toughness, which is not surprising. Four point five percent said skill. Fifty percent said finishing Come ability. On. Fifty percent.
1: What a smart
0: group of people that are answering this.
1: That's unreal.
0: I thought a lot of people were going to be like, tear it down, tear it down, get rid of
1: everyone, but it's been, but I think very level headed so far. If if the consent, like we came to that consensus, like the majority of people who answered that poll who never, probably never heard us say it in the past, so we're kind of bringing it up now. Mm-hmm. Comes to that yeah. consensus, that's clearly, that's good. That's exciting. Yeah. I think also like when you see people say like, oh, like tear it down,
0: blah blah, blah like they're just being. Loudmouths and think they have a different opinion than everyone else, right? Yeah. So that's why it might garner a little bit of attention. There's some nice finishing ability from St. Louis. Wow. However, like the people that are quieter, maybe these are the answers that they
1: truly have inside. Well, that's right? exciting because that makes this me feel good. like, hey, maybe the least realize that because it's a need, in my opinion, and yeah. that would be exciting. Interesting. Um.
0: So the next question, I I set the price maybe a little bit higher just because I want to see the desire that people want uh, the desire for people to have bring back Jack Campbell. If the price for Jack Campbell was 5 million for four years, that's Linus Olmark money, as well as Robin Lehner got five by five. If you remember his numbers before he was in Vegas, he had one he had a half exceptional season and then another half an exceptional season with Vegas. He got five by five. If the price for Jack Campbell was five million for four years, do you re sign him?
1: That was an easy yes for yes. me. Yes. And I also think that's a little expensive, but it's mm-hmm. only four I years. Do as well. And like but the caveat would be the backup has to be like a one million dollar backup. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't
0: know, but I don't even care don't if that
1: guy has to play, play forty games. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Like we, we are we already exp- we already experienced basically
2: AHL yeah. goaltending for half of a season, and we still put up the record yeah. amount of points right. at the least I've ever put up in franchises yeah. or whatever. Peter like,
0: Mrazek, do you know what his record was this year?
2: Oh God, he's probably sure. probably like sixteen he and five. Yeah, it was like, actually good.
0: He's Twelve and six.
2: That's in- insane. In
0: like, his six losses, including the Arizona game where he got pulled, he had no decision in that one. Remember, it went to overtime. Mm-hmm, BS goal. Uh, Austin Matthews got held in that yeah. uh, on that one, including that game in the six losses plus that no decision. Peter Mrazik's save percentage was eight forty nine, eight forty eight point eight. That's crazy. Well,
1: because <laughs> the other thing I was thinking of, Joe, you can give some some background to this is like if you sign a one million dollar backup and like let's say worst case scenario Campbell gets hurt again, knock on wood, he has to miss twenty games. There's a lot of goalies in the Leafs system now right insane.
0: now that are sufficient Well, you could just be, do you know what shalgren's record was uh probably good eight and f- eight four and
1: one yeah oh, that's like fine and it doesn't even have to be short maybe it's joseph wall next year yeah. maybe it's the hobie baker guy maybe it's no Keith it's not because he's not signed well they could sign him. both those guys are signed they could well it doesn't matter i'm just <laughs> saying they have a million goalies mm-hmm. in their in their organization Feels like it i mean it's just really it would just be shalgren, Wohl, or, Wohl or, shalgren. or shalgren but that's yeah. fine we just saw shalgren like,
2: yeah. and yeah. if it really is becoming an issue in the season, trade deadline.
0: Trade Joseph Wall is three and one, the That's worst bad. goaltending record on the Leafs
1: last year. But the only thing is I wouldn't roll with one Hutt- of those guys as your actual yeah. backup. No. But probably I'd want someone with some. They they're
2: both your threes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Michael Hutchinson was the worst. He had o- he was
0: zero and one. That was How the o- only losing say, record. Did he play one game? Yeah. Well, he had one start. Right. It was the game we went to. So what were the
1: answers? To- oh yeah. what were the answers to this?
0: So. I would say yes to this, and here's my answer why. A lot of people want to say, oh, you got to find efficiencies in goaltenders. You see all these goaltenders. They get paid all this money, and then they, they don't end up performing. Goaltending is voodoo. I don't really know what to expect from the goaltender. Well, here's the thing. You have a guy that has performed for you now for, what, like half a season kind of last year, played well in the playoffs last year, played up and down in the playoffs this year, but... Almost good enough for you to win. Good enough for you to say, "Hey, let's run this group back." A good, pretty decent regular season as well. Like you have something. Why? I don't think it's going to be overly expensive. Like his save percentage wasn't anything out of this world. His goal save above expected wasn't anything out of this world. If it's a tad high versus what your expectation, like, why give him up to then? What are you gonna? What's out there?
1: Like, unless you make a trade. Not a lot out there. Also, you have to put some perspective to it, too. Like, I think that argument is fair because if they have Campbell at five and Mrazic at three-point whatever, that's really bad Mm -hmm. cap allocation. Yeah. But if they have Campbell at five and a backup at one to 1.5, like, I think a palatable amount is between five and six and a half million for a goalie is good. Because guess what? I know people probably won't believe this. Do you know where if Jack Campbell gets paid $5 million average annual value, do you know where that slots him amongst goalies in the NHL? Uh, 20th? What do you think fifteenth eighteenth eighteenth yeah right, right in the middle, right in between, so that seems pretty palatable, and if you get him at four and a half, it's twentieth, yeah, it was kind of funny actually
0: in in uh Anaheim, the nine fifty k goaltender outperformed John Gibson <sighs> I also do John Gibson was an all star this year he's a fantastic goaltender. I feel like his mentals kind of go down when the team's out yeah, of it. He said that.
1: He's literally said that. Yeah, he's. Well, Elliot Freeman said it for him, but
0: yeah, like when the when the team's not quite. It's like the Drew Doughty, like Drew Doughty. The past two years was, was like did not score a goal at five on five, which is kind of funny. This year the team's a little bit more competitive. They go, they get filled to know they get Arvidsson. The play goes up. Yeah. Right. You can't you can't measure vibes, but <laughs> they sure do show up. On the stat sheet. I will say that. So, in my opinion with this, what's the, the saying? A bird in the hand is worth yes. two in the bush. Yes, correct. That's my opinion with this. Unless you have a lock on a, like a decent value trade for a goaltender, for a good goaltender, for one that has a like decent proven track record, like what Colorado did with Kemper this year, I think you have to bring back Jack Campbell. Yeah. Because what like, look at your the, free agent options. Yeah, you are was, rolling the dice with Ville Uso. Yeah. He had half a season of good, very so good work.
2: It's it's Darcy Kemper, Ville Uso, Jack Campbell, and then the Wasn't rest. Wasn't
0: that a just,
1: question you asked? That was the next thing. question. So so that, okay, so let's hear the answer. answer.
0: So the if the price is 5 by 4 for Jack Campbell, 52.2% said no. Wow. 17.4% said undecided, and 30.4% said yes. Interesting. I understand people want to find efficiencies. Oh, for, let's find a cheap veteran goaltender like when has that ever worked like when you look at the cap efficient goaltenders that went to the final they were all kind of internal like who
3: mm-hmm.
0: brought in a, an efficiently priced goaltender like i don't know Hugh
1: Dobin? that's lucky and then they that. bundled it right after
0: <laughs> and then he stunk right after and became a cap inefficiency yeah Right. I think
1: people are looking at, like, maybe they're saying, oh, you know, Demko makes five. Leonard makes five. And they think these guys are better than Campbell, which I guess makes they are. sense. Uh, and I also think I also think they are. And I but I also think, again, five, you put that at like a higher. That's probably the max he'll get from anyone. Too, yeah. Right? yeah. If someone gives him over five million, I'll be shocked. Yeah. It's crazy. But the other thing is maybe people are saying, I'd rather have Darcy Kemper, I'd rather trade for John Gibson. Maybe they're starting to sniff around.
0: But then that's a cap inefficiency. Like, what are you giving up for a guy that's getting paid six plus that hasn't question. played well in three years? What about Darcy Kemp? Darcy Kemp will be interesting. He'll, he'll he probably will He had a very be. hot second half mm-hmm. to the year.
2: 921 save percentage, 37 wins. Miko Koskinen's out there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh.
0: No, no, no,
1: yeah, no. Like, come on. No. Craig Anderson, and then
2: the other one would
0: be maybe
3: <laughs>
1: one of the one of the Islander goalies you could look at. Craig but.
0: Anderson would shoot everyone's confidence straight <laughs> into the ground. They wouldn't be able to score a goal during practice.
1: <laughs> Flurry is the other one that.
3: Yeah,
0: and then that's a one year option though. Yeah. Does he really want to come in? I think he's retiring. That's that's under, that's the assumption I'm under.
2: Right. I I think it was on the Merrick show that they he might go back to Pittsburgh.
0: That'd be funny.
1: That would be funny.
0: Because you're taken away from Tristan Jari, who yeah, just had a breakout year. Right. Nice. right? That'd be interesting. But anyways, pick one goaltender, Jack Campbell, Villeusso, Darcy Kemper, or I don't know, all of them suck.
1: I picked Darcy Kemper there. I think he's... I would. Like uh, That all one's kind of straightforward because he's... Yeah.
0: He's the best goaltender. Yeah, he's just the best. He's, he's shown the, it in Phoenix. The best shown it in he showed, Colorado. It. Yeah, exactly. like,
1: it's not like he's... He's played a lot. He's a 10-year NHL veteran. I know it doesn't seem like Do you
0: that, remember right? how stifled Colorado was playing him in the bubble? Yes. That was a goaltending performance for the ages. Yeah, I'm he's a really
2: say. good goalie, I think.
0: Yes, I agree.
2: Yeah, Kemper. But does Kemper have a cat that he walks like a dog? I don't
0: yeah. know. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Surprisingly, 13% said you <laughs> so.
2: Interesting. Interesting. He did have like a really like he good half hot, of the season. But
1: what do people think about hot. Jordan Bennington?
0: Um, a lot of people on Twitter don't like some of his older tweets. Okay, but, but like
1: I'm talking <laughs> about like hockey because this is a hockey podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I like him. Um, Prices again is expensive, especially but you won't for have a guy to that,
1: pay anything to get him. That's the difference, right? Yeah,
0: assets wise, it Nothing. shouldn't. Well, I mean, I don't. How is he won them around?
1: Yeah, he's. Right now, that's a very,
0: very confusing one. I I think that one's not straightforward at all. Yeah, he's he's clearly a pretty
1: good clutch playoff performer. I think that's being proven as as he's gone along. But yeah, I don't know. It's just just throwing it out there. I I would say Kemper though would be.
0: Do you want to see some effing emotion? (laughs) Stanley (laughs) Cup champions.
1: Yeah. Um, and like honestly, with his
0: confidence, I think he could. And where's he from? I don't know.
1: Richmond Hill, Ontario. Yeah. Uh,
0: one to ten. How satisfied are you with this Leafs season?
1: I answered one.
0: Oh, you were in the eight point seven percent. I
1: I don't know why. Like, what was satisfying about it?
0: There were some highs in the regular like season. What? <laughs> like
1: I don't know. Being the Jets. Like, and then here's another thing. <laughs> That's want, our Stanley Cup. I, I, I want to say yeah. this. If if the Leafs make it out of the first round next year but then get dummied in the second round. I don't think anyone should be safe with their job. Like you're running out of years to do this thing. I think next year should almost be conference finals with a really good run or bust. That, that's my opinion. That's where, where the level like is. Like where
0: going. the Islanders went last year.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. If At Colorado least. loses to St. Louis, there's going to be some issues there. Like I think, Ooh. what do you think? What
0: do you mean? Like no pizza in the dressing room anymore? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Nate Mack will have a heart attack. that. Yeah, no, I, peak is that, is well. that unfair
1: to say next year if they just win one round? Does that save everyone's job? I don't think so. No, I mean... You've like, used six years already. Like You don't get 20. You probably get 10, really, if you're lucky. Not even. Like, yeah, exactly. So. And we got unlucky because... All
0: of our star players played very well from day one. Correct. So, I so mean, we lost
1: some, some good. Really, the bridge It's kind of a mini two-year window here right now. Yeah. Whether people realize it or it. not,
0: uh, I mean, depend. Like the cap's not going up a significant uh, amount after this
1: year until the end of those two years. So, I,
2: the, just, I we just you just can't bank on the cap going up anymore. Yeah. That just can't be something that you're. Yeah, and then into you got your, two
1: years left of Matthews and two, years
3: left, Nylander, and two, two years, years left of Mar- uh, and two years left of three years left of
0: Martin, two years really. left of Brody. Two years left to Brody, and he's aging too. Like you, yeah. know, these are all things. Don't worry, we got eight years left, Morgan. Ryan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's going to be thirty-seven. <laughs> like, that's oh, crazy
0: God. to think that's about. Funny, um, I was more at like a, a, a six. There were some highs in the regular season. You know, made it enjoyable doing this, right, Jason? You?
2: I'm I'm upset. That's for between I don't one I don't and why. ten. It's just Drake meme. I'm upset.
0: All right. 4.3% um, of people said 10. Which is just I, I don't get that much. Sure. 13% of people said 9. 21.7% of people said 8. 26.1% of people said 7. 13 said 6. 13 said 5. And 8.7 said 1.
1: So what was the average? Does it give you the average? No, I don't, no it doesn't. Sounds like about 6, 7. Around That's there. way too high.
0: That is for the same result that we all year were saying, no, cannot happen. Can't and then, happen and again. I'm sorry.
1: Like they go on this press conference and they act like they won something. it was honestly hard to watch. They won they the were...
2: confidence or sorry, the, the compliments. what was the it? Was handshake it? The handshake.
1: Like, guys, they, earn
2: the they earned the respect. The That's won. great. How about earning a first round banner?
0: That banner going to hang right next to our <laughs> North division <laughs> champions. Uh, but anyways, uh, Eighty-two point six percent of people said they would like they're interested in hearing us talk about the NHL playoffs. All right, so that's fun. Um, our closing thoughts from the survey: I want to read some of them. Um, first one we got here: unfortunate that a franchise best season ends up in playing the back to back champs in the first round. I blame the playoff format.
1: It is a stupid format. It is a stupid format. That's what it is. Yeah. it is. We had yeah. the stupid format in our. In our favor last year. Yeah. Then we got Adam
0: Orlowski is cool for his great opinions. Cheers. Um, someone said, go wings, go. Sure. Um, there's one person answered. Like Q5, I would only trade one of the big four if something fell in our lap and clearly made the team better, which is unlikely. Okay. Yeah, sure. Q7, add toughness, but it has to be someone that provides other qualities to Nat Tenacious might be a better word for what I'm looking for. Competitiveness is also another one. Uh, question eight: I'd only sign Campbell to that contract, assuming we can move Mrazic. Very good point, That's a actually. Good point, yeah. Hopefully, it'd be closer to the four million mark. Question nine: I'd take any of those goaltenders in a heartbeat, to be honest. Wow. Okay. Fair. I mean, yeah. Someone said promote from within. Give Robertson, Steve, Steve's Holmberg, Anderson uh, roster spots. Stop dumpster diving. They said Myers fingers crossed, but we don't he'd have to get bought out for one more year. And also, like we just mentioned they have seven defensemen under contract. Are you giving Philip Myers a chance over oh. s- those seven guys? No. I wouldn't personally. He played well. He looked like a roster player in the NHL through some big hits. I I've, I've always liked Philip Myers. However, you know, he'd have to be bought out by Nashville number 1. Number two, like, he'd have to beat out. There there are seven guys under contract right now. It's the
1: same conversation we no. have every year. No. they Until they play some of these guys, I'm going to say no to every single one of these <laughs> questions. Um, yeah, we'll,
0: we can get in later to the, the prospects there. But um, one person said need goalie because Campbell will not be worth the money he's asking for. Interesting. Another person said round out defense Defense with some more stay-at-home guys as our current defensive lineup is very strong going forward.
2: I kind of disagree with that, but...
0: Um, I'll get into that in a second. Don't keep any of the bottom six if they want to be overpaid. Kasha is not worth anything above his current contract. I and completely will be a steal agree with though. that.
1: I completely agree with that. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: I don't even know if... Th- oh, this is one... Yeah, it was, I don't even know. Anyways, I'm just reading. Um, promote Marley's when, if necessary, as there are some good prospects. Spetsa front office. Don't bring Simmer back. He's under contract. He's back. trading Nealander is foolish. Please don't do that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I'll save this one to the last. I'll save this one to the last one. One person said, "Run it back." Yeah. Huh? All right. Um, one other person said the franchise needs to be rebranded. Bring back the St. Pat's. The Maple Leaf is cursed. (laughs) Um, One one person said, my uncle hates William Nylander. (laughs) Uh, Here's a good one. Clear Kerfoot, Mrazik, Simmons, which equals 8-mil, Barry Clifford, trade hole for a forward, Guriana, question mark. That's just not happening. I'm sorry. What you've compared there is just way off. Uh, Why? I like Gurianov. I don't think he, like, I think he's worth more than Hole. Oh, maybe. Like, Gurianov would be a good, I think they can mold him into something very good. Yeah. Good player you've mentioned, however. Well, I mean, who Cole knows? We've seen, enough, seen worse defensemen
1: go for more than just Yeah, Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, someone said Bridge, Logan, Sandin. That's probably what's going to happen. For, for sure. Free 89. Bring back Engvall with Mikheyev money. So that's a small increase. Free
2: 89. Oh, um,
0: uh, sign Geo cheap, if possible, or yeah. play Rubens as 7D. I don't know about that one. I mean, I just in terms of what we've seen in the past versus now. I don't know. Sign slash trade goalie un, for under 4 mil. Soup, Huso, Samsonov, Corpusalo, Ingram. Shalgrim, wool backup, add two young forwards with scoring potential. Or swing for Nachushkin or other mid-high UFAs mm-hmm. if they let... Guys walk and add a goalie. Most of that cheap. I agree with. I mm-hmm. would say. If not, save money for the deadline. Interesting. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that, no. but I think... They I
2: don't even know how to do that. Yeah, I think more teams should actually start to explore that. But right. that's not, I'll,
0: re- I'll read this that's one, which was little. pretty funny. The end of this season made me want to KMS. I'm not going to say that word, but you can spell out. Please don't. Um, but I'm also effing proud of the improvements we made this year. From mindset, consistency, toughness, and perseverance perspectives, nothing in life worth doing is easy, and it's great to see that we're on the right track. We were the better team this series, and if we keep improving in the way we have been, assuming we can keep the same core and let Dubas work his magic with in-season pickups, we'll come out on top soon enough.
1: Cheers. I didn't know Sheldon Keefe answered our (laughs) our survey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well written. Um, Again, the first part, like... How do you, how, are you, how are we supposed to answer that first part? I oh,
1: just skip past it. All
0: right. Yeah. Um. Very interested to see who they get in the off season via Moneyball approach. Not opposed to letting go of Muzzin for an up and coming beast, stay at home demon. Cheers. All right. Ooh. Super five mil. We're on closing ones here. A few more. Uh, Soup for five mil is fine if we ditch magic contract end of day. Not satisfied until we see results, but great season nonetheless. Got to find a way to get over the hump, a.k.a. bring in a new coach. Least didn't lose the series majorly. It was a game of inches at the point in in six and seven. It was a bad bounce away from us being the second round, and the group did it together. They fought hard and battled most nights. Let them run it back and go for gold again last uh second last one I swear this might sound like a joke but next season I feel confident it will be different. And then last last one third and fourth line changes needed. Yep. 100%. Thank you everyone for those. Those that was are a lot of very good responses,
1: depth. very there good.
0: a lot of good ones in there. Um all right, before we get into changes that we want to see made, leave or stay, we want to talk about something that we want to not stay. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all the father figures out there are looking daddy material this June Manscaped's performance package 4.0 which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. this is this right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, get 20% off and free shipping. That is 20% off and free shipping with the code RinkRat at Manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. I was being an idiot and for some reason just didn't turn on the lights in the washroom because I was being lazy. And you know what? The the lawnmower 4.0 has that that uh, flashlight flashlight on it. It came in clutch. So...
2: Let's you see everything.
0: Everything.
1: Get, get helps you get rid of everything too. Anyways, yeah. Speaking of trimming,
0: who should we trim <laughs> from this Leafs roster? Let's start with the goaltending.
1: Yeah, get rid of Merazic, Like they may have to buy him out, but yeah, that's.
0: It's the- funny because like mid season it was like ah oh, yeah the they'll be taker for Merazic. People have called them about Morazic. and now it's like another uh, injury. Some poor play in there as well, which like sucked because he started to play very well once they brought in Giordano and Lubushkin. He 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 had a couple. He strung together a couple pretty good games in a row. You got to think about that. Yeah, like three, four. Yeah, but it's better than what he was doing (laughs) before. It's it's
1: just it's (laughs) he's just not good. Like as of right now, he's not good. He has no value. Maybe that'll change, but he he just really can't be on the Leafs. There's no way he could be on the Leafs next year. Three point
0: eight. He was born. He's a he's 30 years old he has what two or three more years left on his contract as i mentioned at 3.8 and it's a guy that suffered a lower body injury what three times this year three separate yeah. times if, if you can
2: one of like them a- he wasn't even making a save. sorry to interrupt but yeah, he yeah. Literally just stood up i think yeah. for coming off a post and he just,
1: if you what? can get like a buffalo to trade for him and you got to give a pick just do it yeah. yeah
2: buffalo arizona heard you guys need help getting to the cap floor we're here for you like help you. It's,
1: it's unfortunate.
0: I had some high hopes for him. I saw some good play coming in. We saw some flashes in there. I mean, just, just like I would like to think that he would be able to bounce back from this, but like just cap wise, I don't see how it's going to work. Number one. Number two, uh, like the injuries at 30 years old ha- occurring as frequently as they did. And I mean, he was injured last year as well, but he it was a broken thumb, so a little different. Like it just sucks. Like I, I the odds are against me like the odds are stacked against him pretty highly for him to come back and be an actual forty, forty five game backup like he was supposed to be. Yes. Yeah. So that's where, you know, it sucks, but you know. Yeah, no, you know, you I know, think the know. Carolina
1: system really helped him, made him look better because it seems like anyone can go there and Succeed. look pretty good.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But, anyway, it's funny how they lost three goaltenders in one year, replaced them with two guys that were that had down years, and then they both had great years. Yep. It's funny. Funny. Um, management? Who are we trimming?
1: No one. No, no one? one? Yeah. No one's getting trimmed.
0: We already got into that a little bit. Yeah. I think we can skip forward to the defensemen. Who on the
1: D-Core? I think... Would you a, trim? Like Justin Hall has value. You can get mm-hmm. like a uh early day two pick for him. So Patrick yeah.
0: Nemeth signed for two years wait, no. Sorry. That was Jared Tonorty signed for two years nine fifty per last offseason. Patrick Nemeth is like the seventh defenseman on New York. He's not very good. He has not been very good in these playoffs. And I believe he's signed for multi years
1: as well. I mean, Hall's a solid bottom pair defenseman for yeah. pretty much any team. He just like we got other guys that can just do it the same thing, so there's no point in having him. Yeah. So let's just ship him out and get something back from him. Yep. Same thing we do with Dermot. Ship him out and get, Easy get peasy. a return. Second or a third. Hopefully mm-hmm. a second. Exactly. Hopefully. Just for the handedness, I think you could you could squeeze it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Anyone else on the D you would want to move out? Yeah, but not... The
2: only out. guy who would move out is here until he's 37, so...
0: Wow, interesting.
2: With a no-move clause. That just... So yeah, just quick quick touch on to him. Say. Is it
1: more so stylistically, or is well, it a cap have, inefficiency? It's both, it's both, both, it's hundred like, percent both. I also yeah. don't, I don't even know if I want him on the power play anymore. Like,
2: well, I thought he went
1: back to old Morgan Riley in the playoffs. Like,
2: wasn't getting shots through. No
1: deception at all. It was easy. He was like, couldn't get the puck to Matthews. He couldn't pass the puck to the flank to Matthews. They couldn't do it. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's one of the best me. players in the world.
2: Giordano had, like, I think, like two to five minutes with that top pairing on the power play, and they, he got a point. It's like he got a, he got an assist, created a goal,
0: it's got like, a key goal in game six yeah. too, got them really going.
2: But
1: right, sucks. I think Sandin, Sandin should in be in a PPR. year to a year and a half will be probably better than Morgan. Right? Yeah, head and shoulders above. Wow, I think in two
0: years, head and shoulders power play. So then why would they sign him? Who Morgan Ryan? Morgan because Riley?
2: Riley. he's gonna play. Oh, you know he doesn't play penalty yeah? kill. Um, Does he know. play against top pairing, or is that more the Maybe they want Brody Tessa Muzzin Virtue
1: line? to be a skating development coach. <laughs> and they also signed him, by the way, to essentially the max that anyone would have signed with. Yeah, game. because like, that's the other, Like that's the real issue that they didn't. It's not like he signed early at a discount. That who was giving him eight million for seven years? Uh, I don't know. Was anyone giving the, Darnell Nurse eight two five? I think they're more. I think more likely someone would give Nurse that than Riley. Interesting. That's true. Just the, the the
2: interesting thing to see would be for Klingberg because Klingberg is essentially a, a, a similar no, I version Riley of Morgan Rielly much than, but Klingberg's r- r- had,
1: had a much better career. Who Klingberg's had a much better career? Yeah, that is true. And, uh, and Klingberg's also right-handed, and, the and they're also and so his rumors like, are like five million for him.
0: Klingberg's been to a conference uh, and then NA- a Stanley Cup final too. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I feel like with Klingberg, like, his free agency, like, came two years too late. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, for sure. That's just, like, because that contract was a steal, and then for, for Dallas for several years. It's like Tyson you know, Berry. Just yeah. like Tyson Berry. It's almost Holy... like those type
2: of players at some point just hit a cliff and just fall
0: off. Yeah. I guess so. Well, Tyson Berry's in the second round of the playoffs with Cody Cece, so. And it, he's also there with Evan Rodriguez and Mason Marchman and Carter Verhage. In case you needed any reminders. And Zach Hyman. And Zach Hyman. And Zach Hyman. So anyone else from the D?
1: Uh, No. Everyone else is good like everyone else. I wouldn't trade Muzzin. I saw some people saying that. It seems kind of weird.
0: I just think that, like, when you look at the trajectory of everything, what we saw this year, like, Jake Muzzin in the the COVID season against – like, sorry, in the COVID season was phenomenal. It was a – Big drop from that season to this season. Played well in the playoffs, though. He did. It's just a little bit scary to have a guy that's 30 plus, $5.5 million cap hit, to see what we saw in the regular season this year. Yeah, but he was good in the playoffs. Going into next year.
1: He was good in the playoffs. And he was injured a lot. Yeah. And also, when you trade him away, you'd immediately be looking for the guy to wasn't. So unless yeah. that guy is in that trade, I don't know how that makes any yeah. sense.
0: Be, I mean... You have Giordano as an option, though.
1: Well, they okay. Here's where the coaching comes into play. They like Giordano, but how much did they play Giordano? 20 minutes max, right? So he's not going to play top four 25 minutes like Muzzin did in the playoffs. So I don't think they see Giordano as a Muzzin replacement. That's true. That's true. Like the efficiency in having Giordano is that you also have Muzzin and Brody and Riley and the two young kids, and then, wow, that's a great decor. I don't think I get it. You're trying to for one year maybe you ship El Muzzin, but and bring back Giordano at like one or two million. But I think that's that's risky.
2: I think for what he provides the team on the ice and especially off the ice as well. I don't think Jake Muzzin is. I think that's out of, out of the question to, yeah. to move him. But there's merit. I understand why people are saying there's merit to it, but I wouldn't. But you'd have I to
1: would. get a lot. I would. You'd have to get a lot for him.
2: You have to get more than what we paid for him significantly yeah, for sure. more. We paid a first and a. B-plus, like NHL-ready prospects, First and B. First, Sean Dersey and Carl, Carl Grunstrom. Grunstrom. Yeah, so like two
0: and like, Bs. And that was only with like one year on his contract. Mm-hmm. And like it is – it's
1: those guys ended up being better than they were as prospects, which mm-hmm. I mean – A
0: hundred percent Sean Dersey. So yeah. that that's not really the Carl Grunstrom was the better prospect there. Yeah. <laughs> and Dersey ended up Dursey being was better. was
2: overager. It's like questions about if he was even, you know, like
0: – He was in his overager yeah. year that year. That's yeah. correct. And yeah. that was – yeah. Which yes. also brings to the point you pointed out people on Twitter were saying, Hey, like, previous regime stuck. We had no prospects coming from the previous regime. Well, it's kinda of tough to have prospects coming from the previous regime Which, when you traded all of them. Yeah. And the two top prospects, your two first round picks, are Matthews and Marner. Yeah. I I don't know. Even Neilander was technically a previous regime. So, well, what about Lilligren and Sandine? Lilgren, yes. Sandine was Dubis' first year, right? Mm-hmm.
3: But L- Luleander was also the, still in there. No, was he not? It's, no, it's it close. was all the
0: same. It was all the same scouts, and yeah. then they fired all the scouts after that draft.
1: Yeah. I'd say it was close, close so, to. Yeah,
0: I'd say Sandine was like, I don't know, Dubis' guy because uh did he play junior hockey again?
1: Yes, who's same right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> good timing. That
2: was a good meme. We got to bring that back. Also,
1: it's interesting if you look how quickly a lot of those former regime guys were traded once Dubas became the GM. A lot of them were within that first year, year and a half.
0: Yes. Trevor Moore was in there as well. Yeah. Mason Marchman took a few more years, but.
1: Well, he was traded. No, he was traded a year and a half later. It's like. Okay. Yeah. Start of 2020.
0: Year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So. Funny. But. Where are we going with this forwards now? Sorry, no? just I didn't no. realize
2: Crunch has played 129 games
0: in the NHL. Yeah, he's That's played crazy. a lot for LA. He's, played a lot, so yeah. he's becoming more of a physical forward for them, mm-hmm. which like he was in Sweden as well, but he mm-hmm. was 160 pounds. Yeah, Now he's like 200, I want to say. Yeah. So, interesting, you know. You don't like the previous regime. I don't know, like just go look at LA, they all play there. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right?
2: Previous regime also drafted and No, they didn't. Well, yeah,
0: didn't
1: that was like a previous regime. Previous
2: right? regime.
0: That was what's it? What's his name? The
1: nonis Yes. But also like, what? What does it matter? The guys that we have now, they don't even use them. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, a, it's true. No,
2: it's honestly. I think it's just people. Like, it's easier to blame other people than it is to blame the current like management group. It's just easier for people. It's the easier, easier way to deal with it. It's copium. Yeah. If you've I seen guess. the copia memes. Maybe people that. just like Kyle Dubas. It's yeah, just good for
1: Because yeah. it's definitely not reflected outside this market. That's for sure. Ooh. Well, that's why everyone claims guys on waivers.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Shout out Adam Brooks.
1: Adam Brooksy. Who is also a guy from the previous regime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that we claimed three separate times. Oh, my God. The more you get into this rabbit hole, it's just the funnier it gets. <laughs> Anyways. Let's get into the forward. Any other defensemen you guys think cut loose kind of thing?
2: Keep, keep them all other than Justin Hall. That
0: rhymed. Keep them all other than Justin. I love that. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Justin Hall part. I mean, just cap efficiency-wise. Yeah. I would love to have him stay. I mean, it's a good... But you have to prioritize Lilgren over top of him. That's yeah. that's oh, the one yeah. caveat. No, but, but I mean, like think about like Justin Hall is a seventh defenseman to fit in when you need him. It's an insurance policy. In terms of his play, that's a good insurance policy. Mm, it's just a little sure. too expensive, I think, cap wise.
2: Uh, you made a great point. You got let's let's take away Schellenke's crutch. Yeah. It's his crutch. Take it away. Yeah. Take exactly. it away.
0: Exactly. So that'll be curious to see what they do with the defense because there is a little bit of rejigging, I think, that will be done mm-hmm. this off season. Forwards. I want to start. Free Restrictive free agents. Number one, Andre Kasha.
2: If he's going to come back for the exact same amount he made this year? 1.25. I would be open to it. Okay. If not, ciao. And it's also weird because uh, Kyle Dubas mentioned him as a UFA in – his, in the exit meetings. I don't know if that was just a, a slip-up, but he...
0: qualifying... He had 27 points in 50 games, playing 1359 a night. Um, yeah, not much else. So it's kind there. of... But his qualifying is like 1.35, I want to say.
2: Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure his qualify is just 1.25. I did it the
0: count. Calc- is it zero or... Yeah. Sorry, is it 100% of what your salary is or is it 110?
1: Uh, it's, it's definitely not 100% for every guy. That's for for sure. Andre Cash, I looked guys it up. Where it's it's one. His
2: qualifying offer is one point two five. I did using the cap friendly qualifying offer. If yeah, that's yeah. wrong, okay. then that's wrong. But that's what cap friendly says.
0: Okay, it's possible if one, you have to have qualified him a certain amount of times, and because he was not qualified by Boston, it might reset or Maybe, something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. But I'm just saying,
1: it's, I don't. Know, Jason was for people. It's not just what your previous contract was. So
0: Engvall, it might be one one point one. There's rules.
1: I don't know. You have to look it up. Anyways. There's so a lot of
2: rules. Cap friendly saying it's only 1.25. So, Kasha,
0: yeah, you fine. say bring him back for 1.25.
2: Yes, but there's also an inherent risk of doing that because they can go to – if you qualify him, he can just go to arbitration.
0: And then you trade him from there. Who cares? Yeah, I guess. That's like um, Anthony Duclair with Ottawa. True. Like They did, they just decided they were like, oh, we're not going to be able to sign him for five, so they didn't qualify him, and he left for free. And yeah. now look at him. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. qualify him and then put in some extra work and move him for
1: something. Mm-hmm. Right? You? I have a, I'll answer at the end for all these guys. Ooh, for all of them? Yeah. I don't want to like bury the lead. I'll let you guys go. Well, your lead is get rid of all of them? No, I'm not saying Not necessarily, but right. go ahead. For Andre
0: Kosh, I'd take him back for 125, why not?
1: Yeah. I'd take a crack at it. But yeah,
0: 50 games, 27 points, like in and out of can contribute here and there. Right? I I I would keep him in the bottom 6. I think he's more of a bottom 6 player. Yeah, he's not efficient not enough. Six. With the puck to be a top six guy at all, I think. So, yeah. Next up, Pierre Engvall. Keep him. I like him as well. Keep him at all costs, but little... also
2: not obviously not too egregious of cost. But...
0: Yeah. What's the max you pay, Pierre Engvall?
2: I wouldn't. I would want him shy of two.
0: Two. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was saying shy of one five. Maybe that's all well. I, c- I
2: could see yeah. him getting between one point five and two. I think that's a realistic range.
0: This is his first year where he wasn't scratched on a yeah. consistent basis. Yeah. He was. He didn't play four games. He had thirty five points though. So
2: I'm hoping something similar, not yeah. not exact same, but I similar I, to I, what Hyman's did, where we get like a decent amount of turn, that's like two point two like two. I
1: would be. I'm gonna chime in. I'd be vehemently against that. Really, I think that would be terrible. Why? What has he done to deserve that? But to, to give little, him extra years. To give a, How long? Hyman signed for four years. I, did I say exactly the yeah, Hyman deal, or something similar to the Hyman well, deal? Well, the similar insinuates a long-term deal at like two, two to three million. No, I, I, never. Did. Oh, so what's the deal then? I would one point seven five for three years. Would I would, I if wouldn't do that. that. Either. Why?
0: Okay. One seven five. So what would you? Three. What would you sign him for? I'll just, I'll keep going. Okay. Not gonna lie, I would like one seven five for three. I've liked Pierre Engvall for a while.
1: Sure, that's not bad.
2: I don't okay. think it's bad at all. Because I, I what realistically, what's he gonna get? $1. 15, $1. 1.6. So you're actually you're spending an extra t twenty five K a year? Like
1: Okay. No, just keep going. Sorry. That's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Right. Good point. Ilya McKay, what price
0: point would you because you'd want him back, right? 1.6, whatever what he was making. Right?
2: Yeah. Um it would have to be in the threes to bring him back. I think that's the only possible way to bring it back. for Would us. you pay that though? Yes. Uh Honestly, I don't I don't even know if I would just to get a new mix in. Just to just to see if the, if the mix was a little it, I don't know. Just to see a
0: different wow. mix. I don't, I so like-
1: here's the thing. Kasha and Engval for sure come back. McKay have no different mix. How does that make sense?
2: Did I say for sure come back?
1: No, yeah, you did. You both said back for Kasha and
2: Engval. But this it's also different because we're gonna be paying him significantly more. And also, he's done kind of zilch for us in the 19 games he's played in the playoffs for us. So he's has scored two empty net goals, okay, but he's also had significantly more minutes, significantly more opportunities. I'm
1: just saying, like, if the argument is a new mix, why are you bringing back Engval and Kasha? Because I like Pierre Engval. I think, think that
2: Mikheyev. he works in our bottom six, and I think that he can play left wing, right wing, and center okay. at any, any, at any po- spot in our bottom six. So okay, I think that's, that's useful. Fair. I don't think Ilya McKayev can do that. Really? Well, he can play in our bottom six, sure, but that's not what we're gonna pay him three. Can Engvall play center? Yes, he can. How much yes. center did he play this year? Not a lot. Okay. Still play center, like
1: yeah. Kerfoot could play center.
2: That's true, but I don't like him at center. So,
1: but well, he didn't. He also didn't play it that much this year. So the team clearly doesn't see Engvall as a center. It seems. No.
2: Or they just wanted him on the third line instead of putting him on the fourth line, and they like David Komp at center. Maybe. Like,
1: but so then again, if Camp's still here, how would he play center with Ilya Mikheyev? Like at,
0: at the number three, three and a half. Like I, I, I don't know how long of a deal he's going to be able to get in terms of like, I don't, I don't, I think he's going to take a one year deal somewhere for around three something simply because he has one year over 30 points. He has played 39 games, 50, uh, a total of 146 career NHL games. He has 72 career NHL points. Who's signing him for like for any sort of money, significant money? You for... know, like
1: someone will dunk in like a four-and-a-half mil for three year for him kind no. of deal? No.
0: No. I just think it, the production is just not enough. I mean, like 20 goals, sure, but like career-high 14.3% shooting percentage. I think he's taking – probably one year bank on himself, right? And then go from there. I really like Ilya Mikheyev. I would like him back for three, but I would also like to see what other free agents are getting this year. I understand on July 1st, you might not get that luxury, but it'll be interesting to see what teams are signing players for, because as we mentioned, there's a lot of good players available. Hmm. Some
1: teams don't have a hell of a lot of cap, right? It's a good point. It's, it'll be interesting. Yeah, he seems like a guy that'll sign at a team that'll give him a chance to play a lot. Yeah, yeah I think that's I think that's
2: what he's looking for New the Jersey. most in free agency. Yeah, New Jersey would be
1: interesting, but no, <laughs> they have too many guys like that already.
0: They have no size. They have no forechecking. But
1: they 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 need centers if anything. I no, would say that's true. Or one center, and then they also do have size. They're just not physical. Who's the size Zaka, Zaka? Sharon Golvich. They're big guys. Just oh, like, Sharon Golvich is like very similar to McAvoy. I think is better for a checker. Yeah, but they need like Kadri or Marchment. Yeah, that's what they need.
0: I think they're going to pay a lot for Marchment.
1: They're I was thinking doing. like Anaheim maybe could give him a go. Yeah, I was thinking. Work.
0: I don't know any sort of team that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah,
2: any team that needs that would willing is willing to play him in their top six essentially. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's what he wants. He wants to be played like a top six forward.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. But again, there's well, a lot of guys available. So, mm-hmm. he so what number would you want him know. back at? You didn't answer. I don't know.
0: Three, one for one year. I
2: don't know. I can't come up with a number off the top of my head. Three, sure.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm saying three, one max
1: for one year. But because uh, if I if
2: I throw out a number, you're going to scrutinize it like you I'm did. Not scrutinize like... the
1: number. I'm I'm you'll I'm just okay. saying like. You said the Hyman contract. That's what you said. We can rewind. I said not you. like the
2: Hyman contract, but similar to the Hyman contract. Okay. And I Is also said he, maybe he said that nothing over two. He
0: said similar and then I said two two for four and then we got jumbled. But anyways, let's move on. Colin Blackwell.
2: I'd bring him back. I, I thought That's he was max, I thought, so.
0: I mean he was yeah, I'd bring him back. I mean he was seven fifty. He was league minimum yeah. though. He did not play like a league minimum player. Yeah. I mean, some people were saying that's one of the best value contracts He's in the below league, league coming minimum. into this year. He's seven
2: twenty-five. Yeah, league minimum was seven fifty
0: this year. No, you had to pay seven fifty, even if your contract was seven twenty-five. They bumped it up. That's why Mitch Marner every single year that they bump up the minimum, his contract goes oh. up. Oh, Cap Friendly kind of says
2: seven twenty-five, but really? uh, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Anyways, what's the max you'd pay him?
2: Nothing more than one. More than one? Nothing more than one. Okay.
0: So like I was thinking one. one, two, one, two, five, around there. I like Colin Blackwell, fast he was, player. He had
1: some good jump in the playoff games.
0: He did. He did. Oh, I'm seeing what you're saying here. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it does say 7.25, but I think it's 7.50. I'm not gonna.
2: Whatever. It's not. It's a difference of 25.
0: Yeah. But he had some good jump. He's a fast player. Plays with a little bit of jam. Colin Blackwell, I think one two five is fair for him. Like fast, but not the biggest. I mean, he's unfortunately can't carry the puck too too much because he suffers from lack of size. Sort of, he's vertically challenged. However, he did show some good passing ability in front of the net. He's a good. He can clean up pretty well, right? Like can penalty kill, can take face offs as well. I liked him. I thought he provided some good bottom six jump. Yep. One, two, five, I think would be the max I'd bring him back for.
2: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would do, I wouldn't do less than one just because I don't think they would deploy him in anything more than a fourth line role. Um, But.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything more than, I think he would end up on the fourth line
2: kind of thing. Maybe.
1: You're snickering over there. Because I, you'll, you'll hear why you guys are like, oh yeah, that's true. At the end when I jump in here.
2: Is there anyone else
1: or is that all the free agents? Uh, no, I think there's more.
2: Well, it's J- the, no, that's the only other. Spets Spezza. is the only other. And yes, bring him back Seven fifty. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. He can still play. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There'd be an everyday guy. There's no reason but. not to bring him back. He can still play. He showed that he can still play. Bring him back. The, the, the team
1: clearly loves him. He mm. basically won a game for us in game five saying, guys, wake that, wake that up. Yeah. Uh, He's also five points away from 1,000. I think it'd be yeah. cool for him to get that. He does, he could play like George, what Joe Thornton did for Florida this year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: Play like 20 to 40 games. Doesn't matter. Just be there for the yeah. team. That's oh, it. He's my just... last
0: one for in terms of would you bring him back, Alex Kerfoot?
2: No. Let's ship him out for a new center. New look, right?
0: Yeah. I wonder what 3-5 could buy you. That's interesting.
1: I, I would also say no, but... What do you think?
0: I I would say I would like to explore the trade market for Alex Kerfoot simply because, like, you need finishing ability. Like, it's it's yeah. a glaring issue, and unfortunately, he doesn't bring that. So, you know, but a you different would, sort of but
1: you're interested in possibly keeping him.
0: I I think he's a good player. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If he was on the roster next season, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, that's just a waste right
1: there. So. Here's where I'll jump in, okay? And this is a big devil's advocate, but I actually agree with, like, this is my point as well. So we want to tinker the roster. You, you guys didn't do it. Yeah. You brought back everyone. What's the point? You're literally running back the exact same team.
0: Yeah. I mean, Mat- when- Okay,
1: let's do the roster. Matthews, Taveras, Marner. That's three. Mm-hmm. Nylander, Camp, Bunting. That's three, okay? You said bring back Kasha. Bring back Engvall, for sure. You said... Bring back uh, Spezza for sure. Bring back Bla- Blacklow for sure. That's nine forwards. You already signed Wayne Simmons.
2: He's, he's gone. In my books, he's gone. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him on the okay. roster next year. He's gone.
1: Okay, but again, you also gave a lot of these guys little bumps and raises. You said maybe Mikheyev for $3 million. Piz said maybe Kerfoot back. Here's how I would look at it, okay? There's six forwards that you keep on the team.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Tavares, Kampf, Bunting. The 7th is Nick Robertson. Other than that, you can get rid of everyone else. I don't care. Okay. That's how I would look at it because I don't think any of those guys are overly valuable in my opinion. They some of them can come back, some of them can leave. In my opinion. But then I would, what are you replacing them with? Anything. Different any. mix. Different mix. Cuz if you're not trading those four guys, what's the point why do you have a GM? You just brought back the same team. Yeah. You think that team is that good that you bring the whole team back?
0: I mean, I would, I would prioritize certain players over... I would prioritize certain players in that mix over one another, especially at certain cap hits. Mm-hmm. Like, if Colin Blackwell was signing for one versus, like, Andre Kasha wanted one, five, two, like, I think I would prioritize Colin Blackwell, yeah, especially like at that, that cap and efficiency. I see like, block- Would I bring back all of those players we just mentioned and just run back the exact same team? Probably not. I would like to see a di- some different moves made in right. there, but just as an individual in a vacuum, each player at that cap hit, would I bring them back? My answer was yes.
1: But then again, you don't have that much wiggle room to make an actual game changing move there. Yeah. That's so the issue, how much right?
0: cap space do the Leafs have for next year to work with?
1: Uh,
2: uh, it right depends. Now. It's so yeah. tough because you have to like you have to consider how, how Logan, they're how they're Sandy. how they're dealing with Mrazek, right? If that, what they're signing those What's two RFAs Campbell's for Campbell's number at Campbell or another goalie if they get it if they move Hall if they move Kerfoot. There's too many factors to even like think about like to plan to plan ahead for a uh, a, a roster uh, for a, a cap number that mm-hmm. needs to be like that would be open for the cap space that's open for them. Like, they, it's too too hard to figure out right now because we don't know what they're going to do. They could easily bring back Kerfoot. They could easily bring back Justin Hall. Who knows how they're yeah. going to
1: deal with Morassic, right? Like, But mm-hmm. that's what, that's kind of the crux of what I'm saying, though. It's like, I think if you go, again, player by player, I don't disagree with anything you guys said. Angval had a nice year. Kerfoot had a good year. Mikheyev scored a lot of goals. Kasha shot a lot of pucks. Like, Blackwell was gritty. At the end of the day, what's the point if you just bring them all back at slightly different cap yeah. numbers? There's no point in like that would be literally running the... Ex- and then you didn't change anything, right? So I, I think that's... I'm looking at it as prioritized. For, big four forwards. I think Bunting's awesome. Insane cap number. Camp showed up really well. Strong defensive center. Nick Robertson. Again, this guy needs a spot on the team, in my opinion. So he should be prioritized as well. And then from there, you figure out a much different bottom six mix. I think that can more supplant your star players with some scoring and yeah. some difficult to play against NIS. That's how I would look at it. I think Engval, Mikheyev and Kosh are very similar. I think Mikhaev's the best. I would take maybe Engval then Kosh, but they're similar. I think I those all three of those guys could be replaced with I think better options that fit your group better. That's that's all I'm saying. Like who though? There's a lot of guys on free agency. my computer's dead so I can't go through it, but there's uh. a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys there. And I would rather take I would rather take a swing at a five million dollar guy and use some of the guys in your in your group already. Yeah, right. That's true. Like I, Mick Robertson should play over Engval Kasha and McKeef. Right. Yeah, you. I, I just
2: you're, you're preaching to the choir on that. I agree, one, but like, again,
1: the, you, okay, you said this to me last year when they brought all these guys in and back Simmons Clifford, and then we said, oh well, Robertson's going to play, and then he just didn't play. That's yeah. why I think.
2: Clean slate, all these guys. Okay, but are are we are we talking about what we want them to do or what they're gonna do? Right. Well, but, well, I I want them to play Nick Robertson too. Right. Yeah. I want them to bury Kyle Clifford. I want them to bury Wayne Simmons. Yeah. They are, if they're not gonna do that, what more can we do?
1: No, but okay, I understand that. But you just said you, you want to bring back Kosh. You want to bring back Engvall. You want to bring back Blackwell. Where's the spot for Nick Robertson then? There's space. There's space. Okay. I'll be curious to see and what who, they do with that one. And then, like, who's your impact ad? Then, if you bring all those guys back, where does he play? Where does he fit? Who is it?
2: I have no idea. I, I'll, I'll I'll have to look more into it. I don't know.
1: Like, I like Blackwell the most out of those guys because I think he can play fourth line, probably close to minimum again. Mm-hmm. And he's got a little bit of difficult to play against. Pretty good underlying numbers. Nothing crazy. Can play center or wing as well. Like,
0: yeah, he's got some jam to him. Little
1: little equivalent finishing ability to the other guys, really. Like,
0: can't shoot the puck, but he'll finish, rebounds. Same, in front.
1: probably. If you had to look, I probably he's probably got a similar production to Pierre Engvall in his career in terms of goal scoring. And I'm not ripping on Pierre Engvall. I think he's a good player. If he's in your fourth line, it's that's not terrible.
0: It's different finishing ability, though. Yeah. Like Pierre Engvall, off like coming down off the wing, off the rush. I have much more confidence in him scoring versus Blackwell, but when off of a cycle with Jason's bets having the puck, I'm insanely more confident that Colin Blackwell is going to clean up a rebound.
1: Right. Right. And the other thing is I realized I just also killed off half of the penalty kill. That was really good. Yeah. Which is another thing to consider, but I think there's other guys on your team that can do that well as well. Again, my underlying point is this, like I don't think the bottom six group was good enough. Yeah. And I, I think-
0: disagree with that last penalty kill point. I, I mean, if you kill off McKay and Engval, I mean those were two speedy six four players. Where else do you find or six four yeah. and six two.
1: Yeah, I think I think you can replace them though. Maybe not as good. Also, you're no matter who you bring back, you're not gonna score as many shorthanded goals as you did this year. No. That was like an outlier year. Yeah, it's yeah. An anomaly almost, but
0: Yeah, I doubt that as well. But, but I
1: think you considering that the penalty kill also wasn't that good in the playoffs, like you'd probably sacrifice some penalty kill for some five on five scoring.
0: Mm-hmm. So of the six free agents slash RFAs that we just mentioned, how many, just a number, would you bring back?
1: Honestly, none of these guys seem that high priority to me. I'm just being honest, so I don't really have an answer to that.
2: I would bring back Engvall for sure, Spezza for sure as a 13th forward, and then Colin Blackwell maybe, Andre Cash maybe, Ilya Mikheyev. I would bring back, but again, the, I don't think the cap number will, would fit. And it just doesn't. I don't think it makes sense for for him to sign with us, mostly. So if I, if I were to rank it, like I would make it a priority to keep keep Pierre. ball. I'll,
1: I'll have it. a fun one: McAvoy and Blackwell for a combined four to four and a half million, or Angval and Kasha for a combined three to three and a half million.
2: probably Mckayev and Mikheyev. Blackwell because I, I don't know if I value cash that high.
1: I agree.
3: Yeah.
0: I think Mckayev Blackwell you spend that extra little bit but you're getting that
1: purpose with
0: each of them. And I,
1: he- honestly I it's, like I like Engvall. He's a good player, but like you don't need Engvall. You just don't. You don't. Okay. In my opinion, you don't.
0: I see. Um you can, yeah. I don't know, but I, you don't need... You don't
1: uh, need... And guys, I'm telling you, you don't need Pierre Engvall. You don't. 100% you don't. You don't need I'm sure Pierre you Engvall.
2: can go through every single team like every single team in the NHL and pick out guys you don't need. But that's my point.
1: They didn't do good with these guys that they don't need, so recycle them for different know, guys. That's a, the point.
2: It's one year. But okay. No,
1: it's one year? For
2: Pierre Engvall, yeah, it's one year. Oh, I, I have faith that. in him. So
3: Okay, that's
1: fair. I I definitely don't... You could do a poll. Do you yeah. need Pierre Engvall? I guarantee okay. it would be yes. Well,
2: I, I, I would value yes. bringing him back. So Okay,
1: that's fair. Yeah. I, I
0: wouldn't just say you don't need Pierre Angle. I would I would need to see what the replacement is. Okay.
1: That's I disagree. I wholeheartedly disagree, but that's fine.
2: All right. Your homework is to come back with a list of players who you would bring in instead of those guys. It would be long. Okay. Let's, I'll do it. No all right. problem. All
1: right. No problem.
0: I'd be curious to see. But anyways, any other oh around the league? I guess we're running a little long, but Panthers down 2-0. To uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, few injuries, but a uh, bit them. A bad defensive read from Mackenzie Wieger with 3.8 seconds left. Terrible. But uh, that's what Nikita Kucherov will do to you. Didn't do it to the Leafs. Really. I mean, other than the power play, but you know, funny how he's come to life at five on five against the Panthers in this series versus what he did. Well, with maybe the Leafs.
1: the Leafs did an effective job shutting him down five on
0: five. Possibly that too. Wow, well, another reason they were respected in the handshake line. Very respected. It Very. looks like
1: St. Louis one four one. Very interesting. St. Louis
0: one. Wow. Oh, what I wanted to mention on that Cairo goal. Uh, when you watch him, he pulled it, like comes down the wing with a lot of speed, pulls the puck in. Obviously, like we've seen with Austin Matthews do, Changes up the angle a little bit. But watch that follow through. He's not able to fully follow through. Screws up. It, that really does screw up the goalie's read yeah, he, on the shot. And he's able to get it high over the shoulder, right? Like, when the follow-through is interrupted, it affects the goalie's read, and it really makes
1: it more difficult to to for make sure. that save. It's a tough save, but it was great for him to get that puck through, especially, like you said, with that awkward follow-through. And get, that was it was in
0: cool. a good area, too. Not only
1: that. any Anyone impress you? Any other teams you're looking at?
0: Uh Calgary Nancy Ranta had a good game. Calgary Edmonton
1: was crazy. Yes. Um, both,
0: all three of those goalies stink. <laughs> yeah. They were horrible. Like that was Mark. I don't know what Jeff Markstrom is doing, but he really needs to wake up. That was terrible. I have zero expectation for the Edmonton goalies. I've been yeah. public saying they're not they good. Regardless. They're not good. No surprise.
1: They've gone on hot runs. Sure. They're just bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, like, I think there's a thing like Mike Smith's 40, like he'll have a good game, but. How often can you rely on him every yeah. other night? Like, like, game seven, the puck slipped right through him.
0: Defenseman stops They literally dominated that game. Yeah, they, he goes McDavid. to stop the puck behind the net. He falls. Like, just God didn't want the LA Kings to advance. No. I'll say that.
1: Neither did Connor McDavid. Did That's Connor who you're talking McDavid. about, though. God. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing, because, you know, it's good to analyze these things, watch a little closer. Two of the best teams right now going, Carolina, Colorado. Generate offense in complete opposite ways. Colorado is the most active team instead of controlled entries. They also lead the league in percentage of their controlled entries that turn into a scoring chance. Like most of the metrics, they're the best rush team. Carolina's the opposite. They dump the puck in a ton, and they're able to get a lot of goals off the cycle. But both teams are pretty good offensively. Obviously, Colorado's a lot better. Carolina's got good depth, too, and they can score. But again, we talked about this when they played the Leafs. Very north-south. They want the puck out of their zone immediately, dump in and chase. But it's just cool to see two different styles yeah. succeeding so in the Marty
0: playoffs. Marty N- on their on their fourth line. I
1: don't know what it's like. They've been on the big blender from yeah. the the home and away in that Boston Carolina series was very tactical. It was cool the matchups they were trying to. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. But um, but yeah, especially it, cool to
0: see they couldn't beat Josh Brown. Yeah, that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, just something to watch for when you watch Carolina. See if you notice them dumping it in more than like. Or an average team, when you watch Colorado, see if it's easy to see how much they generate off the rush. But I'll be very
0: surprised if the Rangers win that series. Say that I was
1: surprised the Rangers won the first series, but
0: so yeah, maybe Louis Domingue makes another appearance. Who knows? (laughs) Any other points you guys got? All right, we'll be back, I guess, next week talking about the rest of the playoffs. Any news that may come through? Any news that might come through? Doubtful, but any news. Thank you, everyone, again, for your answers, for listening, for following along. We'll be back next week. Thank you again.
2: Go, Go. The Rink Rat
0: Report podcast
2: is brought to you by Betstamp, the ultimate sports betting companion app. Track, follow, and analyze your bets across multiple sports books, And while you're there, check out the world's first verified buy and sell marketplace for f- sports betting picks. Download the app today. The Rink Rat Report podcast is also brought to you by Season 2 of The Lock Garage. Host Marco Shara, a Toronto criminal defense lawyer, interviews various criminal lawyers about the practice of criminal defense, gets them to share their war stories, and helpful tips for up-and-coming lawyers interested in the area of law. Out now on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Step into the garage, listen to the experts, and get a tune-up.